sponsored by BetterHelp. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of That One Piece Talk. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. And Lionel. And it's That One Piece Talk where we talk One Piece. Woo! <laughs> hello, everybody. Welcome back to another one. Uh, what episode is this? Couldn't tell you. Is it not episode like, what episode is it? 128. 128 yeah. yeah, it's episode 128, bro. Uh, I yeah, I didn't know either. Twenty eight. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. We getting up there. Wow, we getting old. Yeah, we getting old. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's here. Uh, thank you to everybody that's on YouTube. We are not live on Facebook today. Uh, didn't get time to set that up. But shout out to everybody that's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you for supporting and listening to us. Um, the agenda for today is going to be. One Piece chapter 1099, full review. Um, it wasn't a heavy chapter, but it was heavy in kind of like dialogue, I guess. But nothing really truly magnificent happened. So uh, it's a setup chapter. Um, and then uh, we have some phone calls to get to. Um, there's nothing else in my mind that we need to do. Uh, we are having Davies Dark Tournament return today. I mean, not today, on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Uh, do you want to let the people know who's versing or how things are going to be done? Yes. All right. So this Wednesday, 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, we will be continuing the Davies Dark Tournament. And it will be the final battle of the One Piece and Naruto crossover. So really excited for that. We're going to have really interesting matchups, namely Big Mom versus Kaguya. Yes, I know. Shut up. Uh, Kaido versus Madara, and Luffy, no restrictions, versus Naruto. Um, Larry created some restrictions for that on Naruto's end. I guess it's not Boruto version of Naruto, right? And the Shippuden Naruto. So my, my reasoning was Boruto Naruto is significantly weaker than Naruto at Shippuden at the it, end. Is it? Until, until, until he taps into, like, the Byron mode. Mm -hmm. And the Byron mode is just... It's just too OP, bro. Is it? It really is. Stronger than Toon Force? <laughs> if Luffy gets hit once, it's basically over. I guess. I it mean, I it really is. I it really do, is. I got to do my research. You know, you, you pulling up, Lawrence? You know. No, Lawrence is not pulling up. <laughs> I have my meeting. <laughs> I have my meeting, bro. But yes, be there. Um, should be a lot of fun. <laughs> do your research. We, we will get the thumbnail out. See you guys soon. Uh, my boy Void is working on some real stuff. You saw that, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, 6.30. Yeah. So that Naruto, so just so people know, it's going to be the Naruto with the black orbs and the, the the kunai that he had in his mouth. And it's the same one that was messing up Sasuke and Madara when he was Juby mode. So, Yeah. But other than that, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much the week. I do have something exciting happening uh, later this week. Um, 
We're going to try... Uh, so, Lawrence and Sebastian are not usually with me on these little chapter reactions when it first drops, right? From, you know, other translators. So, I'm making like a little mini reverie. Trying to. There's going to be some of the collabs we already had. And we're just going to link up together. Uh, I'm going to try to get these guys uh, just to react to it. And then, obviously, we'll have different discussions when we come to the pod. So look, be on the lookout for that. It's probably going to be Thursday, uh, 6.30, I would say, or maybe 6. Um, still trying to get everybody together, but it's looking pretty healthy right now. So Cool. You yeah. want me to, like, stay spoiler-free so I can join that? Or? Yeah. It's going to be a reaction. You got to stay spoiler-free. Mm. That's the so point Lord of Jesus reacting. Then you might as well just come here, I'm like, Monday, and we talk about it. If you want me to join in on that or not. I again right, I, I'm still whatever. yeah whatever. yeah you can just say no yeah it depends because the twins are probably gonna be you know we still need to have a show this upcoming Monday <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true ready. yeah that's true it's like the whole gang is here why come Monday <laughs> <laughs> all right but other than that Seb let's uh read some of these names off in live chat uh, if er, hey everybody, if you haven't liked the video, please do us that favor. Um, it's a lot. It's it's good support for us. Yeah, helps with the YouTube algorithm. But yeah, I see a bunch of names in here, a bunch of familiar names. Mike Super Seventeen, what up, Mike? Quato, uh, the Mortal Gods, uh, Mosshead, Goatman, Tease, Dan, Toby, Eris, Chan. What's up, Eris? Trev, uh, Killer B Swarm, Play Dead, Alex 2OP, Tarif Spencer, Maximilian Turner, Key. I'm pretty sure it's, it, it's Key. All right. Tony Torres, uh, Nick Quavo. <laughs> I saw that super chat. That was actually funny. UK Simon, uh, just so many. Huh? Twilight Straw Hat, Pimp Chimp, Rasta Vibin Gaming, Zach Hatefield, uh, Goku2241. <laughs> Uh, Hammer of God, the Usopp, Grim underscore, Young Lou, just so many, uh, just Don Quixote D. Lily, Young Tokyo, Ace, just we appreciate y'all all being here. Um, like the stream if you guys haven't already. I see you three day. I see you, bro. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Yo, we're. What, what were we doing? Did we call each other Yo, up? Yo, I peeped, bro. I peeped when you walked in, and I was like, nah, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Like, what's going on? I yeah? wasn't going to say nothing. Yo, what's happening? <gasps> they legit. And you be saying about me and Lionel. I'm just saying. Y'all be, y'all, y'all way worse than this. Yeah, this is like. Y'all way worse than this, bro. At least it's like inverse. Right. Y'all be wearing the same hoodie, the same color. <laughs> nah. Bought the same day. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, bro. Not even, man. Mm -hmm. You sure about that? <laughs> um, I'll just be copying me. Mm -hmm. You get it? Right. Yeah, no, we got it. You got it? Yeah, we got it. Because I explained yeah, it. Yeah, no, you. we got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hit some of these super chats. Yeah, and I'm Thank sorry, y'all, if my voice is a little low. I, I lost it over the weekend. It was doing a lot. Yeah. We got another. Uh, we got $2 super chat from Martin Calderon. It says, looking forward to your takes. Hashtag Garp Gang for life. I like that one. We got another two from Tony Torres. It says, Dragon didn't slide for nobody, not even Ivankov. Uh, we will get into that, I'm sure. We're going to get into that. Later in the chapter. 
Um, but those those two super chats <clears throat> were their first two super chats. So thank you guys. Oh, thank you, Tony. Thank, thank you, Martin. Thank you. Yeah. thank you, everybody, for the super chats. You guys are kind. Thank you. Yeah. We got another uh, membership to Nakama status from Goatman Tees. So enjoy all the emojis that come with being a Nakama. Yes, thank you. We got another five from Andre Hancho. It says, what's up, fellas? Haven't got to donate in a while. Been working on an anime podcast myself. Mm. But y'all inspired me to get my voice out there. Hashtag T-O-P-T, the GOAT. Hey, hey Andre, hey. let us know what your podcast is called, bro. I want to see that. I want to see the takes. I want to see what you do with that, bro. Seriously. I know Larry loves to hear all the inspirational stuff. I do. If your I, podcast is mid, though, I'm going to let you know. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, so there's been a couple anime podcasts that's been popping up lately. I've been seeing it on social media. And, I, you know, I, I think I sent somebody as uh, a message because they sent us a message and I sent them one back. And I was just like, yo, like, I'm just happy to see more people doing what they want to do, you know? And that's what makes me feel good. It's like other people would probably look at this and be like, yo, aren't y'all like a little like. The, the the ocean is getting too full of ships. I'm like, nah, bro. There's a lot of ocean out there. Yeah. What, what, what are they saying? Paid in full? Everybody eats, man. Yo, everybody <laughs> can eat. Yeah. Everybody eats, man. There's enough room for everybody. <laughs> and I think that as long as you just do it, it don't even have to be like a pot. Just do whatever comes to your mind. That's it. Like, just do it. As long as you're able to just do what that comes to your mind, you're going to be happy. Because then you're going to go back home or you're going to go back wherever. You're going to go back to the person you hate at home. And, and Dang, you're going to be like, yo, why, why, didn't, why, did, why do I regret not doing what I wanted to do? And now you're stuck with like six kids you don't like. Don't cloud the positive affirmations on doing what you want to do with this negativity, bro. I'm showing them something positive. Nah, 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 bro. Yo, other people Keep... would probably just cheat or something like that. You don't got to do that either. Oh, just follow your dream, bro. Oh, my goodness. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but, saying, bro. Mahancho. Don't, don't cheat. Start anime podcast. <laughs> Let us know the name of your podcast. I'm going to be on the lookout for that, bro. Please. <laughs> uh, my bad. <laughs> I got sick over the weekend, so I'm good. I see that, yeah, bro. I'm good now, bro. Y'all here sound like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> You broke my heart as fire. Anyway, we got another five from Killer B Swarm. It says, was Rokushiki Oda's trial run for hockey or was just wasted potential? Personally, I love this introduction, but was bummed when it barely gets used. All right, so mm. if you're a fan of this podcast, you know me and Larry mm -hmm. are of the belief that, that all that stuff is just hockey low-key. Low Training key. wheels for hockey, nope. bases for hockey. It's all no hockey. No, nah, it's not. All of it's hockey. It's not. Fishman karate. I think. No, nah, I think we have Tech proof eye, now. Hockey. No. All right. No. Rokuogan. Hockey. All no. of it. Who's who legit kind of just proved that it's not? It's all hockey, bro. Well, it's not. Who, what? Who's who now, bro? <laughs> he knows them techniques. Don't know that, man. He knows them techniques and he knows hockey and what? they separate. But that was Killer B Swarm's first super chat. So thank you so much. Thank you. Swarm. 
A lot of first super chats today. I'm about to catch this fly with my <laughs> hand, bro. You need some chopsticks? <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. Throw my, I'm about to throw my phone at it like what? Sebastian did to no. me. <laughs> Chill out, bro. We got another five from Laron Cook. Yo, there's no way that's Laron. Anyway, first time live. Love the show. Need a cooler name like everybody else for my next super chat. Why doesn't Usopp get more love? I feel like he's goaded. Thank goated? you so much, Laron. We have I mean, a cousin named Laron. Does he... Does he not get love? Usopp is one of the more wanked characters in the series. Wank? By the fans. Define wank, bro. I, that sounds perverted. <gasps> I mean, now it does. <laughs> yeah, now, <laughs> now it does, does for does. sure. Now it does. I'm feel... confused. Tell me what you feel about wank, bro. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to comment on that. I'm just going to slide right <laughs> Slide right past that. I guess. <laughs> like I've never heard the term wank before. No, I have. But I heard like, yo, he's a wanker or something like that. What? I don't know. What? What? No. <laughs> Marv know what I'm talking about. Don't Marv, don't abandon me, bro. <laughs> oh, man. I, th- I guess because I feel like Usab and Buggy are like very similar. Same character, bro. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, Luffy resembles like, you know, the Roger Pirates. Usopp and Buggy are like the same character on the Roger parts. And if, I guess if Usopp's not getting that Buggy love that Buggy be getting, that's the only I can think of. That you want him to get that love, but I think people really do like Usopp, though. I like Usopp. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Laurent's first Super Chat as well, so thank you, Laurent. Thank you. We got another form-up membership to Nakama status from Mugiwara Waters. It says... Kuma in my top five on God with the prayer <laughs> emojis and two bears. Nah, he should have said Anika. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Kuma in your top five? Faves right now? He's a pretty dope character so far. I mean, he's not Like, in my favorite top five. character? That's what he means, faves? Top I five, assume. five? I don't know. He can't be fighting. I don't know. Based he, on what we've seen. He got that, uh, that. <laughs> that chin wonder cleft cleft that his chin bro the naked the chin the naked chin the naked chin alright <laughs> cool cool let us know what's your top we five we gotta start giving comments, Marv bro. like suggestions for audio clips <laughs> the naked chin is crazy yeah bro, bro. That's crazy. so he could play that next time uh, we got another uh, one month membership mm-hmm. to Nakama status from D it says How's your No Nut November going? <laughs> wow. By the way, the chapter connects all. Uh, I've been <laughs> No Nut November for a long time now. Mm. So I would have said I eased past it. Mm. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> we, we really, we're not going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on. We got another seven month membership to Shiji Bukai status from Project Iceman. Thank you, Ice. It says Kuma saying, I would even make a deal with the devil. What's the saying again? Speak the devil and he shall appear. Mm. Hey, somebody was eavesdropping. Somebody was speaking. They were, they were spitting. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> I think that covers. I don't want to say because we're going to go into Yeah, chapter, we're going to go later into it. Yeah. yeah. But we got another two from Terrence Matthews that says, I just need to see Dragon fight just once, please. <laughs> it ain't coming this chapter, my guy. <laughs> I'll tell you that. We got another five from Kermit. What is it? What does Sebastian say about Garp? He is found wanting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you 
been measured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice tail's a good one, bro. You know, you know what that means? That's my movie. That's a nice good movie, bro. Yeah. You know, you, know pleasure, bro? Bro. you know what that means, right? Hmm. Finally okay. wanting. It just simply put, it means you're lacking. Yeah, you, you're lacking in stuff, so you. Bro, I feel like want. we all knew that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I asked you if you knew what that means. You <laughs> I want... thought you had deeper meaning. Yeah, That's I thought you the... was gonna add context. Yeah, I did. Like, did some, you? I thought you were gonna speak like some biblical like. Right, knowledge. I thought he was about to be like but First Corinthians. Like, nah, <laughs> this is this is just lacking. Yeah, you're lacking. All right, Lord, it's my bad. You're not, you're not him, bro. <laughs> you're not, you know what, Lord? You are not him. <laughs> you're found wanting. You're found wanting. Your, your response was found wanting, bro. Your my response. But we got another five from Kermit. It says, or Kermit. I always say his name wrong. It says, great to finally make a live again. But I got to correct y'all. The last two pods, y'all kept saying Bonnie was 12 at Sabodi when she was 10 pre-time skip. Yeah, that tracks because she. it's been two years <laughs> since the... Since we saw Oh, her. my yeah. bad. My fault, bro. We didn't count time So she's give. 14? We counted time No, she's, she's 12. Now. She's we 12 were saying that... she was 12 back. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what we... Like, you my know, fault, Kremit. No. You knew what we meant. My fault, no. bro. We said you... I was based off because it said she was like what? You don't need to explain yourself, King. <laughs> I... He what knew. more do you want Kremit said we was found wanting, bro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> We got another seven-month membership to Nakama status from the broker. What's the up, broker? It says, hi, guys. Crazy, it's been seven months since my first call. Hey, man. Time flies. Yo, broker, if you could find me the first time you called, let me let me know. Because I want to put, like, a mini video together. Like a broker compilation? Yeah. That'd be, that'd be dope. But that takes work on my end, and I'm not trying to do all that. So <laughs> if you could help yes. me out, that would be amazing. Somebody Bruh. doesn't have to be broker. Find broker's first call. It was seven months ago, apparently. Seven months. But yeah, we got. Speaking of callers, we got another two from Nerd Taku, the OG caller. It says, hey. "Showing some love. Excited to hear your thoughts." Hashtag T-O-P-T. The Thank boy you. Taku. Taku. Thank it's you. Taki. Got another ten from Tricky Ricky. It says, "Longtime fan. Fist first Suncor chat live. I'm. I don't know. Do y'all think Saturn dies in Egghead? Ooh." I want to say yes. If I had to take a, a, a I hope. poll, I say yes. I don't wish death upon nobody, but like I'll be wishing it. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Slusher Dragons—they do kind of—they all deserve it. So, Jesus, bro. Um, I, I just going back into the the incident. Why is it called that? Yeah, but I kind of feel like it'll be labeled something heavier if you know one of them was taken out. But That's I think they're going to be for later. So maybe not yet. Clip them. <laughs> Clip them slowly. Cl- <laughs> slowly. Let Bonnie do it. <laughs> we got another five from Bazillion. Oh, she's like 12 now. Really. That's kind of dark. Let her do it anyway. We got another five from Bazillion Volleyballs. It says, hey, guys, love the channel. What made up Devil Fruits would you like to see in a series that doesn't exist? Hashtag T-O-P-T is the best. Thank you. Mm. Made up Devil Fruits. Lawrence has his complete capability control fruit, which is basically just the Nika fruit. If we I want a devil fruit. I want a devil fruit that I could like just grow my nails. <laughs> Stop. How, like whenever I want. Bro, we, we have the perfect devil fruit already created, bro. What is it? The yak yak no me, bro. <laughs> the Latino Latino model, model Latina. <laughs> model Latina. Need it, Oda. Need it. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's majestic. I mean, I guess you could say chalk it up to light, but what about the, um, I'm thinking about the speed force, but the speed, speed fruit. 
you know? You like doing things fast. <laughs> I like running fast. Or moving fast. I can't let you, bro. <laughs> right, but yeah, let us know what double fruits you guys want to see in the chat. Yeah, write in the chat. We got another five from Regal Sloth that says, You guys think Garp deserved to go at Sakazuki like he did after doing nothing to help Ace? Because that had me seething. Um, we, we go over the Garp Ace thing a lot on this yeah, channel, it seems. We do. I, I didn't have a problem with Garp feeling away. He's human. Should have did what he's supposed to do, bro. Mm. He wasn't standing on business to you? Mm. All right. We got another five from Shadow. It says, sup, fellas. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. Thoughts on the next island after Egghead? Elbof or somewhere else? If it ain't Elbof, I'm going to be tight. Dropping the show if it ain't Elbow. That's crazy. That's wild. That's it. I got, yo, Sebastian taking over, bro. That's wild. That's it, You don't think it's a little too early for Egghead? I mean, for um. We in the final phase of the series, bro. I think we go somewhere else. How? The log poses directly said Elbow is next? No? Did it? It did. It did? Did it? That, like, locks it in. Something can happen. I mean, something could happen, but screw that. Kuma's <laughs> existence kind of makes anything possible, but screw that. But yeah, we got another five from Muppets34. It says, with Shiki becoming canon now, do you see more characters from movies becoming canon? Nah, Shiki is, was canon before the movie. Yeah, Shiki's been more <laughs> canon than any other movie character because he had his own chapter dedicated to him. Yeah. Nobody else has gotten that. I'm, I love Bullet, but he ain't never got that. Nah, he never. Yeah, he ain't never got that. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Goldo. He did Z, and he would be like... Shout out to Z, too. You know what I'm saying? He was on yeah. that cover page or whatever. Yeah. We got another five from Michael Chavez. It says, Sabo obviously did his thing in the reverie. Where would you where would he rank if he joined the Straw Hats hypothetically? Ooh, it's a good one. Where would he rank? He's above Sanji and Jinbei for sure. It's really yeah. is a question as to whether he's What? What you mean what? What <laughs> <laughs> you mean what? You think he's above Jinbei? Yes. Oh man. Chill out, bro. Chill out. Chill out. Chill out. Ah. Chill out. All right. He Luffy big, bro. I ain't trying to do it today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you, got, you, got, you got Jimmy over Sabo? Yeah. All right. Morris? I'm leaning towards Sabo, in all honesty. Like, yeah. <clears throat> he, he'd be up there with Zoro. Mm. That's how I feel. Mm. That's how I feel. Anyway, we got another 10 from Anthony Herrera. It says, Lionel isn't here again. Shaking my head. This is why he gets OT in Udon forever. <laughs> He's the GOAT, though. But his dragon stocks are crash. But his dragon stocks crashing down throughout the pa- those past chapters. These past chapters. Hashtag Seb for Charlos. Hashtag Larry has the suds. What? The suds. <laughs> yeah, the suds from <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> Yeah, you're Wait, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> is, is when a SpongeBob was sick? Because he's a sponge, he yeah. has the suds. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, so man. You have the suds. So, like, they hear it in your voice, they think you, you're saying you sound under the weather. Oh. Yeah. I gotta, I, I'm gonna go search up suds after this now. It's not, it's not that negative, bro. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah I know. I wanna I'm laugh. Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> we got another uh, two from Mahmoud Farhood. It says top five anime waifus. Yeah, we did this before. No it's offense. all anime. Yeah, but it's this is gonna be hard. Indeed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mahmoud. Hit me in the, in the Discord. I'll try to drop my. my... Should we just do it? I, I'm trying to think of who would be. Yeah, and, and Lawrence is not gonna know. 
Um, all right, so I'll just Go name ahead, mine off. Um, uh, Reka from mm. Gans. It's mm. a good one. Um, what's this purple chick? Uh, the purple chick, uh, the the purple haired chick from High School of the Dead with the, the <laughs> hey, sword. Yo, hey yo yo, check that check that age, bro. Wound. Yeah, yeah, that, that's <laughs> kind of cool. No, hold on, bro. <laughs> yo. I don't even remember how Rico was, bro. Be honest with you. Yeah, I'm done, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're skipping this. We're skipping this, bro. <laughs> From Sofo, it says Oda dropped Bonnie's age during. <laughs> Come on, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> November on purpose. Bruh. Hashtag no naughty thoughts. Oh man, Bruh. I feel like you waited a little too long for yeah. all that. It's going in the wrong direction. Hell it is, bro. The last two super chats. Yeah. We're done. Chill out, y'all. Um, <laughs> we got another two from Project Iceman. It says, feel like Oda desperately hiding Dragon's power. LOL. Um, yeah, I mean. Yeah. Keep keep coping. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to create, keep the mystique. Uh, yeah. The, the mystique yeah. is definitely still there. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we got another 10 from Nika Dakota. It says, Much love, fellas. Can't wait to get into the chapter this week. We try. Yeah, we try. <laughs> another <laughs> two from the broker. It says, Broker compilation would be amazing. Love you guys. Love you too, uh, bro. Okay. Another five from Trev. Imagine Venus uses his sword like Luffy in Wano. Bruh. <laughs> Who's, be, who's Venus? Wait, what? Venus Juro, the um, oh. the, the Corsair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he starts punching people with that sword, he's <laughs> um, we got another five from Luffy Nick. It says Larry howling about a date a couple uh, pods ago. The CDs gotta become rabbits and let everyone else hunt them. Shout out to Marv Honk for hashtag Buggy Gang. I don't even know. <laughs> um, um, I'm confused. I'm confused too. Sorry, yo. Are you really sick, bro? I was. Don't touch me. We got another five from Sofo. It says, best Del Fruit combo, Yami Yami no Me, and Yak Yak Fruit Model Latina Ride 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 Fruit and the... the... (laughs) We gotta gotta get past this, bro. We can't can't entertain this, bro. I'm entertained as hell, though. Can't entertain it, bro. We got another five from Bryce D. Water Law. It says, Dragon better start standing on business or I'm going to lose faith in this man. He def not acting like a top two in the verse. We'll get to it. (laughs) We got another 20 from Kremit. It says, gotta say, not a Mihawk stand. But do y'all think after seeing so many elite hockey users without black blades, do y'all think it's complete mastery of swordsmanship and hockey and not just hockey. And no hate from me. Love y'all. Appreciate that, Kremit. Um, I don't know. I, I'm really... I, my mind is open about Black Swords, Black Blades, and what it actually takes. I assume it's hockey plus swordsmanship, but what does that mean? How do you quantify that? How does a blade identify that it's time for that to happen? Yeah. Right, so... I, I always just use a little bit of what, um, I guess, that Monk was saying. Because to me, right, when um, when Mihawk explained to Zoro, Zoro didn't fully get it. 
And then when that monk was explaining it to her, and he used the words that Ryuma forged his blade black. Then Zoro started to understand, saying, so you t- you mean to tell me that black blade's not its original color? So whatever forging the sword is, but he expressed it like it's through battle, you know? And we know what uh, Ryuma's background is that he was solely by himself fighting and protecting Wano by himself. So he went through a lot. So just like, for example, you could kind of maybe even link it to uh, how hockey blooms under, you know, um, adversity or like uh, not the way it's the only way you're going to bloom, but through trial and fighting someone strong, maybe forging it black is when you're fighting someone, you know, of, uh, like, you know, of caliber and you forge it back through hardship with your your blade, you know. Yeah. But you also got to conquer the blade. Were you just typing with your pointer fingers? Yo. <laughs> What do you want me to do, bro? <laughs> Who does that, bro? Let me live, bro. All right. Anyway, we got one final super chat from Buggity Dragon. It says, Harry Broker Comp is all I want for Christmas with a black Santa Claus. We'll work on it. Probably, maybe. We'll see. <clears throat> Bye. That's all super All right. Let's do it. So, uh, if you haven't liked the video already, please like the video. It helps us a lot. Um, so let's get to it, gentlemen. Ready? Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna get into One Piece chapter 1099. So we have a reader request. It's by Match and Taka- uh, Takeshi, and it says raccoon dogs fixing up Oda's, Odin's hair, and we actually see this on the cover. Did you guys have any wild theories or thoughts regarding this? And mm. we'll start with Lawrence. Like. Uh... This is probably one of the few ones where I can believe with Sebastian, like you really just blew right past it. That's what I did. Cause sometimes I look at it a little more. But this one, I was like, oh, Oda, I want Odin. I wonder why, because, you know, he's he's passed. So I was like, but I don't got time for that. I want to read the chapter. So then I just skipped it. So no. Yeah, I need to support Oda, bro. <laughs> anyway, Seb? Listen, bro. I didn't even read what the reader request was. <laughs> I saw Odin and said, skip. <laughs> we passed Wano, bro. I'm an egghead now. Okay. I want to see Kuma, bro. Yeah. I, I want to see Vegapunk, bro. Got you. <laughs> Nothing. Not not a thing. I don't even think I saw it. The first time. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so serious. All right. Um. <laughs> uh. What happened? The super chat. I'm sorry. That All right. Funny. So, I didn't have any wild theories. Mm. I just, you know, I always ask, why would Oda pick this, right? Why would he put raccoon dogs on Odin, fixing his hair, and, like, it, it's it's like raccoon dogs in Wano, basically, again, right? So, I was like, yo, I think Oda purposely picked this specific reader request because in Wano, the Ebisu town is the only town that ate the smile fruits but weren't cured, so since Chopper, who's considered a raccoon dog by mistake by most individuals in the show, mm. he's probably going to come back to Wano mm. to fix the land of Ebisu. And that way, Chopper will like actually be able to cure all diseases. And this is the one he didn't do so. So it's like Oda telling us this might happen in the future. Okay. <clears throat> Cool. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I, mean, I, hope so. I hope so. I hope they never cure them. <clears throat> Dang. 
Yeah, you need help. <laughs> better help. Better, better help. All right. You need uh, help. Let's do the Super Chats again, and then we'll go right back. Uh, yeah, uh, real quick, we got a uh, two-month membership to Nakama Status from Garbage D. Fishman. Thank you. It says, this Thanksgiving, I want to thank Dragon. He ain't giving. <laughs> Yo, thankful for what, bro? What are you oh. thankful for? We got another 279 from Garbage D. Fishman. It says, hashtag Charlo's gang, hashtag Orochi gang, hashtag Spandom gang, hashtag Sam gang. You know, what you know, the like, you know what the man. the fans' relationship with Dragon is. It's like you know, you know, you had those friends who like didn't have their dads there, but they were like, "Yo, I think my dad is like the best person in the world." Who? <laughs> or like, what friends did you have? No, there's like they they look up to their like their their non-existent relationships. Like it could be like their brother or like their cousin or like their dad or like mm-hmm. their mom. Okay. And they're just like, yo, like I just look up to the It's like, bro, he's never there though. <laughs> what do you got to look up to? <laughs> I'm just well, like, yeah, I know different. that that yeah relationship with Dragon is abusive. <laughs> it's abusive. It's a little abusive. Like the show. <laughs> like the stream, y'all. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, let's continue. So this uh the chapter is titled Pacifist. It opens up with Sorbet citizens telling Kuma he's done enough. Kuma's bleeding, panting. They explain he uh, there's no saving the rest and to come back. He's going to lose his life. King Bakori mentions that a kingdom in the Far East also burned away the trash of their kingdoms and were praised by the celestial dragons for it, all to bring forth bliss and prosperity. Sorbet citizens storm the castle, and Pakori tells his soldiers to murk a handful of them, and they'll be rewarded. So they do. Then Kuma arrives, filled with rage. We head back to the church, and citizens are worried and telling Bonnie to stay inside. Bonnie says she hopes her dad is safe, since he's a chicken. Someone yells at Kuma about how if he strikes the king, he knows what will happen to the kingdom. Kuma defends the people anyway, and this event would be later uh, known as the Solo Revolution of Sorbet Kingdom. We head back to Mary Joa. It's been reported that Sorbet has a new king, and Saturn asks who it is, since it's strange. The people of Sorbet have named Kuma its king, his uh, their king, and he still lives in the church. Kuma likes to think he's a figurehead, and the old king, the previous ruler before Bakori, is, you know, the actual king, uh, a bulldog. The people of Sorbet don't mind it because even though they were poor, they were happy. <clears throat> and we'll leave it there. So, guys, what did you feel about the first part of the chapter? We'll start with Seb. I, I said this before. I like to see angry Kuma. As messed up as it is in the situations that he finds himself in, I like to see that rage from him because he's always such a pacifist, that, like, duality of man where it's like, yo, I'm super calm all the time, but if you mess with my people, this is the version of me you're going to get. I like that in a character. Um, I thought the artwork was really good. Yeah. I thought the burning houses, the homes on fire, I thought the sh- the shading of, like, Bakori, as evil as he looked, and, and, like, I thought that was really dope, um, the shading, how we got that. And Bonnie's reaction to Kuma, like, she hasn't really seen him in action, for real. Mm-hmm. He's been away, he's been back, but he's been, like, being a super loving father figure to her. For her to see him, like, enraged and storm out like that, and to have this solo revolution of the kingdom i thought that was really fire um that giant i don't know if it's a you a shock or not mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite moves in the, in the series yeah for sure him just doing the 
I don't know if that's what that is or not, but I love that move. Probably not. But in general, it's good to see the palm with the giant like spirit palm kind of thing going on. Um, Saturn really seems to be connected to the storyline throughout. He had the conversation with Kuma. He had the conversation, um, I think, in this chapter right now. Um, <clears throat> I mean, with Kuma when he was a kid. He's the one being alerted here. Obviously, he's on Egghead. So there's something more there, mm. right, with Saturn. People theorize that he's actually Bonnie's father. I don't know if I go that far with it. I think that'd be a little too on the nose, a little too cliche, but we'll see. Um, I loved, I loved, loved, loved them basically having Kuma be this king, but him understanding that that's not who he is. That's not who he is as a person, and then actually having the old king, Bulldog, be the guy who runs the day-to-day and have him be this figurehead who lives in the church because he gets to stay true to who he is, right? He's this man of the cloth. He's not a king. He's not trying to run a country. He's trying to just be Kuma. He's trying to be Bonnie's dad. So I really like that. Um, and shout out to Bulldog. If you know, you know. You feel me? That's pretty Quavo. Um, <laughs> but that's as far as we got, right? Yeah. Yeah, about as far. Yeah. So that's, that's <clears throat> it for me. All right. Law? Yeah, I agree with, uh, a little bit what Sebastian was saying. Um, enraged Kuma, but it's more like seeing him fight for, like, he shows something he doesn't really fight for himself, but he'll fight for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll let himself take the blunt of everything. But when it comes to, like, uh, protecting people and freeing people or you know, putting himself in harm's way or in danger, even risking his own life. Like, they're even yelling at him, come back. There's, like, there's no point in trying to save more people because they're not going to make it. But Kuma's there, you know, so trying to get out of there. And that's what um, uh, I, I appreciate about Kuma and his, his character, right? And honestly, one thing I will say, a little disappointed in Kuma because to me he's like, you should have just took out the king, you know? Honestly, what he should have did and like the you know, sense of justice. See, in this panel here, above where we see Bonnie right next to her, it says, hurry up, treat the wounded. So obviously the people that they rescued, you know, what Kuma should have did is repel as much damage, suffering, and hurt from all the people that that king's doing from, right? Put it all together. Put it all to the king. Put, give it to the king. This is what you're putting the people through. That's what I would have did. That's what he, I believe Kuma should have did. Because, you know, it's like... You need to know what you're doing to these people. And these these older ones, like he's even talking about like, uh, and it's a shout out to the uh, the Gaul kingdom, right? And it shows that we got we got word that what the uh, you know Luffy's hometown where Ace and, and Sabo were kids, they succeeded in burning the trash and getting rid of all what they viewed as lesser people when they're not, you know, they're 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 people just like them, right? But they were successful in it, and how he's saying all this stuff and how he views it. Right, that prosperity, and you have to steal your heart, as in this is something to try to please the celestial drag- dragons, right? So, it shows how wicked he is. But again, all you're putting these people, I, I believe Kuma should have made a suffering bubble and throw it on the king. Like this is this is what you put the people. Like, you know, I just believe he should have did that. And because um, like you're, it looked like he was face to face with the king too. It's like you got even there, but then you let him, you let him go. And I want to touch about this a little later on, about something, um, but uh, it goes into with Kuma's personality. But uh, I like how he shows that Kuma single-handedly took over the king. Like I mentioned before, like as soon as we saw that um, the king came back, I'm like, this is where he's going to become king, and we see that right here. And it makes sense, like you mentioned, um, that uh, that he he's a, he's he's king, but like so much not really the king. You know, he's like the figurehead. 
but yeah, I don't really have much here. Yeah. Um, so for me, just, just you know, it's crazy that Oda has made us live with Kuma for so long, and he was emotionless. And he happens to be the one character now who shows the most emotion um, in One Piece. Like, there's never a point in time where he's, like, not showing emotion mm -hmm. um, now. <clears throat> and just hearing that kingdoms from other places hear about other kingdoms' doings, they start to take their ideals and put it into effect for their own kingdoms to solve their problems. That's crazy to me. Like, that shows that not only do kingdoms want to interact with each other, but they learn from each other and try to do, you know, crazy things as well. And that Far East Kingdom was Goa Kingdom. Like, they burnt the trash, and then mm -hmm. the Celestial Dragons praised them for it. It just, it's so much like, the Celestial Dragons are, we know they're the worst, but even though we know they're going to do the worst stuff, it's still sometimes surprising to me that they still just find so much joy and stuff like that. So that was kind of crazy uh, for me. And at first, I thought I, I didn't think Kuma was going to do anything. I thought maybe he'd probably, like, throw the Bakori somewhere else where they couldn't find him or something like that. Like, <laughs> he just lands in, like, a heap of trash himself and lives <laughs> there. But he really took to town on this castle. Like, he destroyed it. Mm -hmm. And it's showing that Kuma's starting to become a little bit more reckless ever since Jenny passed away. And now that Bonnie is, like, on her last legs before she passes away, he, he it's like he's, like, in a state of frenzy. And it's kind of interesting because when we see people of faith have their faith tested, it, it, it brings them to like a crossroads of do I continue to be faithful or do I stray from the path and do something against that faith, which puts me in a, uh, a more like unfortunate position. So just seeing that Kuma's experiencing that himself, you know, it makes him a little bit more human, in my opinion. Yeah. It shows that he's not just like this buccaneer who has special lineage or special traits about his his, his physiology. No, nah, like he's an actual person that's like suffering in a way. Like his, his daughter hasn't left the church since she's been born. And and it's like, how, did, how has he become a great father, but at the same time rescue his daughter, but then at the same time... Uh, free his kingdom, but at the same time become a revolutionary and follow his dream. It's like his dream and his parenthood is clashing. Mm. And it seems like he doesn't know what to do. And I, I can't say, like, I think every man, like, it's different for women and men, in my opinion, but heartbreak is overall the worst thing for, like, somebody, right? Especially when they're in love. We don't know if Kuma's even past his heartbreak. So he might be still dealing with the, the like like she's gone, like I can never get her back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when your faith is tested, that that situation becomes even worse, because it's like, yo, why did you take her from me? You know what I'm saying? Like it, like that's how I'm starting to think from Kuma's aspect. It's like the religious part is so heavy on him. So let me think religiously. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of interesting to me just to see Kuma just react the way he is. Um. Saturn being the only Gorosei member, I guess, now that's ever involved. How much One Piece do we actually get? <laughs> is there a Gorosei member for each arc each we gotta arc, have? Bro, it's gonna be a Gorosei guy, bro. Uh, listen, bro. Okay. 
I know Saturn ain't the one Gorosei member we trying to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not that guy. So I, I find it I find it very uh, interesting that Saturn is so involved, especially with Buccaneer lineage. Like, yeah. Well, he's the, what was it, the scientist, uh, god of science and defense or whatever. So, like, I, I yeah. think within the egghead arc, it makes sense that he's the guy. Mm-hmm. And within the flashback, again, there's some tie here with him. I know he had the speech with the Buccaneer race and stuff with Kuma, but, like, you're right. We're seeing a lot of Saturn. Yeah. Nobody else got comments. Nobody else is getting alerted about this stuff. No, Nobody else. It's like they're that confident, <laughs> but they mess up all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. get it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, those are my thoughts. I actually had one more I forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very interesting. Like uh, I didn't, I, I didn't add too much about the Saturn thing, but like, because uh, I feel like you guys are gonna cover it. But I noticed here about we see this again with the kingdoms, right? We hear another kingdom here where it mentions um, they lived in like a peace and they were they were rich in spirit, but they didn't have much money. Doesn't that remind you of Desrosa? Desrosa, yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Oda's trying to play off, like, for example, because I don't think all kingdoms that are happy, right, are just, you know, not well off financially or, like, poor kingdoms. And, but And that's funny because I don't think that money being the root of all evil has ever been, like, a major right. theme in yeah. One Piece. I know it's been, like, the driving factor for a few villains, but, like, that's never really been the theme. Like, money at the end of the day is the, the root of this evil. No. Nah. So it's interesting. I thought the same thing when I was reading. I was like, is being broke really just the key to happiness? Like, I don't see that personally, (laughs) but I don't Yeah, I guess it can be, it depends on like how I, how I go word it or like, it depends on where your focus is. Like, I would say this, it's because you know, you say you want me to add like a biblical like thought towards it. One, I'll mention that the Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil things. It says the love of money. Mm. Right, the pursuit of like it over other things. Like if you're pursuing money, or that's your main focus, or it becomes your love over your family, over your friendship, over God, over things that you should put ahead of money. Right, where it becomes your main focus, where your main thing in life is to become money, or it creates you. Because we see how money can make people, it changes people, or it can make people act in a selfish manner. Right, a materialistic me, 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 me. That love of money kind of goes to people's hearts where it makes you act kind of like wickedly, mm-hmm. you know? But it didn't say that money is the root of you. It says the love of it causes people to act, you know, a certain way. So I'll say that the Bible actually says money can be a protection. But it's all about a balance of your view towards things. But it mentions like that. your view towards things can change how you act. So The I'll sin of that. greed, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hit some of these super chats. Uh Guys, if you haven't liked the the show so far, please like the show. Yeah, we got two super chats sitting. Uh, five from Mahmoud Farhood. It says, "Being real though, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Love your channel, and Dragon deserves the hate. Arlong has done more than him." <laughs> Shout out to Arlong. I love Arlong. See, you got to phrase that. He before. was about that money. No, <laughs> he was about that money. He was for his people first. I can't say Arlong has done more, but Arlong has shown to do more. You know, because Dragon is doing a lot, but we're not, just not seeing it. You, you think Dragon got a six pack like that? <laughs> Arlong was shredded. Like <laughs> shredded. Well, he swims like every now <laughs> He swims like every day. We got another five from Sedgefield. It says, Do you guys think if Arlong meets Luffy again, he'd have more respect for him since Fishman Island is under Luffy's protection now? That is an interesting question. I don't even know if he'd be able to stand in front of Luffy without passing out. 
No, I'm going to be real. His will was strong for what it was trying. He, he wasn't strong, but his will was strong. His his ignorance was strong. <laughs> you mean his racism was strong? Shout out to Arlama. I'm Arlama. That would be an interesting question, though. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he would respect him. I doubt it, because it wasn't necessarily the uh, respect for humans. It was the evils that humans were capable of that he didn't like. Mm-hmm. So he was like, regardless if you're a good person or not, yo, that's it. Like I'm done with you. And we seen that with Koala. When they came on the ship, he he didn't want Koala. And even after she like cried and stuff like that, the only reason he didn't like eat her was because <laughs> Fisher Tiger was there. Yeah. So the the question is really it's complex because there was a modicum of respect that Arlong even had for Nami and her capabilities. Like he had the ability to respect humans. He just hated them because of what he knew what they were capable of and what they had done to his people. Over That's time. A, no, you're right. So it's like it's weird with Luffy because I don't think he would he doesn't value what Luffy's done the protection of Fishman Island I don't know that he would value it in the same way that he did because Nami could help him right protecting Fishman Island in the way that Luffy did while yes it is helping his people it's not the way he wanted it you know what I mean like yeah. he's still more hoodie than he is Jimbe yeah. at the end of the day no uh, so mm-hmm. it, it'd be like it'd be like <laughs> It'd be like one of those racist fathers when their their daughter brings home like a black guy. Yeah, like it'd be like I like I know you do good for my daughter, but I don't care because I feel what I feel. Yeah. So that would be the relationship I think he would have. It wouldn't be real real respect until there was more there. But no, I I agree because also too with with Arlong, it wasn't just like what they're capable of. He legit believed that fishmen were superior. Because it's like he, what he also hated was the view that humans had towards fishermen. It was like, you guys view us as inferior, disgusting, stuff like that. He goes, like, because he would always say that we could breathe underwater, humans can't. Uh, fishermen are born naturally 10 times stronger than normal humans. You guys are just weaker than us. We are the inferior species, right? And you guys look at us like we're nothing, that we're scum and stuff like that. So that hate grew because how they would treat fishermen, what they would do, and their view towards it when he felt like, that view shouldn't be there. That we should be, we're the ones should be ruling and not you guys. So it'll depend. It, it'll be interesting. And also, like, how, because he, he's not stronger than Jinbei. Because I know him and Jinbei like, fought on um, Tiger's ship about a few things. So, but now that, you know, what Luffy did for Fishman Island, and now Jinbei's also part of the crew, like, how would Arlong respond? The, the poll's 50 50 right now. I'm, I'm going to end it there. Yeah, that's an interesting question. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Send more of those, y'all. Uh, we got another five from Zai. It says, hope y'all had a good Thanksgiving. Much like Larry, I'm feeling the sickness right now. And this is the best way to help me get through it. Much love. Thank you, Zai. And I hope y'all did have an awesome Thanksgiving. I know mine was dope. I haven't asked Larry about his yet. so It was cool. Yeah, yeah I got sick. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else? Or is that it? That's it. All right. Guys, let's, let's, uh, let's like that video real quick. But also, let's get into the next question. All right. Ready? So, people see a grown woman running around who looks exactly like Ginny. Everyone is shocked. Even Kuma gasps. This woman yells out that it's Bonnie. She's getting ready for her and Kuma's adventures for when she reaches the age of 10. Bonnie looks in the mirror and doesn't even recognize herself. She actually screams out loud, causing the church to shake. 
They ask her if she's eaten a devil fruit, and apparently, Kuma passed out. <laughs> Kuma and friends call over a doctor, and he's looking through a devil fruit book to locate which one she has, and he believes it's the age age fruit. Bonnie tries changing, but can't, and all of a sudden, she's an old woman. Then Bulldog shows up and says his mother, Connie, is already here, insinuating that's who Bonnie is. King Bakori is said to have come back. The government has painted Kuma in the newspapers as a tyrant by seizing Sorbet. Everyone's upset. Bakori is coming back. Kuma says it won't happen. He says after he gets rid of him, he can't come back here. Bulldog will have to officially take over for good. Kuma says to take care of Bonnie, and she says she'll miss him. Kuma takes off and destroys the ships with Bakori on it, leaving his daughter at Sorbet. Lawrence, what did you think about this part of the chat, bro? I thought it was funny. <laughs> like, one, how did Bonnie get this fruit? Like, because she's been in the church the entire time. Where mm-hmm. did it just appear? Uh, but then it makes me think how we saw it, um, a fruit kind of appear one time amongst a symbol of other fruits, mm-hmm. right? So, like, maybe that happened when they had a basket of fruits. I'm not really sure. Oda hasn't really explained that. But, like, I thought it was so weird because where are they getting this fruit? Where the fruit just appeared right here. And her, she's been the church the time and just eat it. And then this whole this whole situation had me dying where like, um one real quick. Uh, no, no, I'll say it. Yeah, and how he grabs the older lady like, and you're <laughs> And she's just quiet about it. Like, cause you know who you you are. She's just like, this. <laughs> but had me, uh, I thought it was funny. But also too, so now, and also too, they have the, um, the ability book. Yeah. Is this just the access to everybody? Everyone can get their hands on this book? Like, because he's just reading about abilities. Yeah, this is the age, age fruit. So we saw Blackbeard had it when he was like practically homeless and he was a little kid reading it. This doctor had it. We seen the, um, I think someone else had it too, you know, but we're seeing the book more common. I'm trying to, I was trying to read the words too on the book. But I couldn't make it out. But it says I, devil fruit. It just says devil fruit. Oh, yeah. no. <clears throat> that's something like, I guess this is the book that's just put out there. I have a weird theory about it. Yeah. So my theory is that those books are not giving out to the public. They're actually uh, held only for Grand Line scholars, right? Grand Line scholars that are directly connected to the world government. Because when Lucci and Kaku and Spandam were all talking at Water uh, Ennis Lobby, I think, and he was about to hand them devil fruits, and they were speaking like, oh, you can't eat two devil fruits or unless your body will just implode, right? Yeah. They were saying that there was like Grand Line scholars or Red Line scholars. I forgot which one of the lines it was. But he was saying like those scholars are able to tell us because they have knowledge. Like this is where the rumors came from. <laughs> so we we also heard it. We heard it two other times from Blackbeard when he was explaining his devil fruit to Ace. And he said that he searched through the devil fruit encyclopedia. And then we heard it the other time with Sanji and um, his father. And they talked about the devil fruit book as well. Right. Both of these guys, I don't know where Blackbeard would have got the encyclopedia from, but Judge is directly connected to the world government, mm-hmm. right? And the scholars, I mean, all these doctors might just be Grand Line scholars or Red Line scholars. Mm-hmm. They might have had access to that library. Okay. So this doctor here might be a doctor from the line. Hmm. Interesting. It is interesting. Um, the question would be, like you said, how Blackbeard got his hands on it, but I mean, is it possible Blackbeard's from a royal family? 
Because technically, they didn't get this information until after they talked to Bulldog, mm-hmm. who was the former king, after Sorbet got overthrown. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, is this scholar person one of his people? You know what I'm saying? Like, judge had it. Sanji's a prince. Like, stands to reason. You have to be in a royal line or whatever to have access to this kind of stuff. Um, It'd be interesting because even when he went to Drum Island, what were they known for? Having the most elite yeah. doctors, doctors ever. Yeah. yeah. And Blackbeard went there. Exactly. And we never knew why. A lot well, he, of people assume that it was Chopper's devil fruit. But then again, it's like that's a connection as to the the whole, like, the Grand Line or Red Line scholar theory for mm-hmm. Blackbeard. Would it be dope if he came from, like, a doctor family like Law did? That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. But instead of, uh, it'd be like an archaeologist mm-hmm. from the world government because we've only had archaeologists from O'Hara, right? Yeah. But he might be an archaeologist from the world government. That would be an interesting flip on the whole story. Like, yo, we got ours too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kind of showed that because the, um, they were named the archaeologists from O'Hara. Mm-hmm. Kind of saying that not all archaeology were, they were just here, but they're all over and just the ones from O'Hara ended up getting. Yeah, they were walling out. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to take them out. Had to take yeah. them out. That'd be interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in regards to this section of the chapter... Wait, um, was Lawrence done? Oh, were you done? I was going to add just a few more. Just, oh. um, I that was rude, bro. My fault. <laughs> I thought you were done. You cut him off. No, you said you had to I was it. adding to it. <laughs> you said, nah, you're my turn. <laughs> uh, what should we go? And I thought it was interesting how... So now we get where... Because I was always wondering where... Um, why, when Bonnie turned to the old uh, lady on Mary Dross... Why it was like why they thought it was Connie, yeah, from Sorbet, for, yeah, right. Pretty much. And now we get the answer, and this is weird that they when she goes that old form that they look exactly alike, you know. So uh, Bonnie just used that as a uh, cover. And how old is this lady? Because this king is like <laughs> he's the way he they show, yeah, he's ridiculously old. So like, is he? Because I think the oldest person we have recorded in One Piece so far is Chopper's basically mom, mm-hmm. right? She's like 120, 130. I think she's 140, bro. Yeah. Because this guy has got to be like in his. Bro, I'd still clap, bro. Okay. <laughs> Bruh. The question is, 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 did Bulldog pass? I'm down bad, bro. Because come on, bro. Because she's the queen dowager, right? Which is her late husband. But like, was Bulldog out there? I don't know. Oh. It looks like I guess her. Because he said that's her mom. So mm-hmm. wait, no. Yeah, because he's the son. So the king passed. Yeah, two generations ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so then, yeah. But um, I was going to add here. You, got, then, yeah, you uh, got this, Lawrence. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to keep my train of talk because we keep uh, switching. And then... Um, oh, we cutting you off? Yeah, like like right there. <laughs> anyway. um, Obviously, of course, so how we got the tyrant title. You know, it's uh, basically propaganda from... Uh, this is why I say you gotta take out that king. Like you know what I'm saying? Because why wouldn't he come back? And it's like Kuma, if you kind of took care of him, maybe again, saying if. You, but I'm saying this, but also he's supposed to be a man of the cloth. Doing that's not really in your. Lawrence, I'm your advocate in the catching of bodies. Hey. Yeah, you are, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I could. I mean. If you're deserving of death, no, I'm gonna say I can use I can use Bible examples. We're like, okay, you know, All right. people of faith has taken out some people. 
right? But this dude's evil. Anyway, I'm just saying this dude's evil, and if you deserve to give death, you deserve to give death. You know? Lawrence, um, just go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what did you, what did you talking about, bro? <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. You want to pass, bro? Yeah, go Should, ahead. yeah so I could have stopped this. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, my bad, yo. <laughs> Hey, it's I your was, guy's fault. I was pushing against the current. You guys' fault. I'm tired of you messing with me. It's you guys' fault. All right. Anyway, um, the body transformation was funny as hell. I laughed out loud reading that, bro. I really did. Yeah. Because here's the thing. I thought it did work. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, she really did turn into, like, the, the old lady. She said she was hideous and stuff, right? And then it was like, nah, this is her. And I see her in the background. He's still holding her. I was like, bro. But it's funny um, that the motivation that Bonnie had to, like, to change her age Mm. resulted in her eating this fruit, it feels like. Like, I know there was the whole manifestation of devil fruits. Is it possible that Bonnie dreamt, like, wished for this fruit enough that it manifested itself? Because she wanted to be older. Like, she absolutely wanted to be older, 100%. That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that was her whole goal. She's training for when she's ready to be that age. And out of nowhere, she is this now. Obviously, she eats heavy, like her mom. But, like, is it possible mm. that she manifested this fruit and it spawned and she ate it right there? Because we didn't see no fruit. There was no... Like, normally, you see people eat the fruit. Like, there's some... It's in a, it's in a basket. It's something. There's something... There's some way to identify that it was eaten. Yeah. She just, out of nowhere, was... Able to turn into this age thing. Now nah, you just made me think. What's up? This right here, because you know how like going by what Vegapunk's theory is, mm-hmm. right? But what if you could kind of draw the ability or the fruit towards you mm-hmm. by your strong desire or will to it, like Sebastian just mentioned, right? Because if you think about it, is Blackbeard his whole life looking for the darkness, mm-hmm. yami yami fruit, and it kind of gravitated towards not to him, but he found it. Granted, someone else picked it up, but it came to him. Like, what are the odds of that? You it was know? when he was about to give up. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? And then I thought of, for example, I tried tying it to, like, Luffy a little bit with uh, um, him wanting to be free and how he kept saying when Sobble's passing, mm-hmm. right? And how he wants to strength to protect it. I'm going to get stronger, stronger, stronger because he didn't want to lose anybody, right? And the whole thing Luffy's journey is about becoming stronger so he doesn't have to lose anybody, being the freest person on the sea because the Pirate King, because he'd be able to live all he wants and have everyone with him. So I'm trying to make other people, other situations or other people who have abilities or fruits that do their, because remember I said, I've always said this, you know, in the past is I thought it was strange how a lot of people's abilities just match their personality or them to like the T. It's funny, Lawrence was the first person to point this out to me. Yeah. Way back. I'm talking like Moria era. Yeah. (laughs) I was reading or watching. But yeah. Yeah, I think I wonder if Oda's playing on here. That's, that could be a situation where, like, how their abilities match their personality or how the way they are to the T. What if that's for a reason? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have much else. I'll just say um, I think we called that Kuma wasn't going to actually be a tyrant. He was going to be labeled that as yeah. the, from the world government. I think it's good to get confirmation or clarification on that. Um, and then shout out to him for taking out Bakori. Like, mm. I know Lauren said he should have did it earlier. Mm-hmm. I am mad at how it transpired. Like, you want to keep your faith. You don't want to just murk a dude. But, like, if this is what it's on now, then it's time. It's time, man. Yeah. Also, shout out to Bonnie for, for doing it. She turned into the, the old lady. 
Like the whole, she's like, I did it. It's kind of funny. Old lady, like, yo, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Connie, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, my turn. Yeah. All right. Um, what was I gonna say? Wait, where do where did? Oh yeah, I was ahead. I was writing questions. Just so you guys know, I didn't get to write all the questions, so I'm kind of writing them while we're talking. If you see me looking at my phone, uh, where do we leave off? Oh, uh, Bakori got clipped. Bakori got clipped. You're right. Bakori did clipped. My, bro, they, my, my they, they said Marv is off fraud watch, bro. Why is Marv on fraud watch? Somebody mad that his calls don't be getting through. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, people are always mad at Marv, bro. I appreciate it. All right, so it was crazy to see her, like, growing up the way she was. And I I had a thought to myself that maybe this is the first time we're going to see a devil fruit probably pass through hereditary means. I didn't think it would be possible, but then I thought to myself, like, Maybe it was. Maybe, like, Ginny might have had the age, age fruit, and then she had the kid. Like, she was force-fed the devil fruit because we know that Celestial Dragons force-feed people, right? I don't think they would have fed the baby a devil fruit, which it would... I think they would, for sure. But it's like, maybe Ginny did eat it and then forced uh, Bonnie to eat it when she was a kid right before Kuma came through or something like that. She should have had that alternative future. (laughs) <laughs> because she knew that Bonnie would risk the chance of having the sapphire disease as well. So she's like, yo, at least my kid gets to grow old enough to live like mm. the way she wants to. Mm. So I thought that's what was happening. And I was like, yo, not only is that like kind of poetic, but it's kind of like messed up and sweet at the same time. Um I, I don't believe... So, I think that Sebastian is right to a degree. I just think that there needs to be a collection of mass belief in That's order right. for a devil yeah. fruit to exist, mm-hmm. right? I just think that needs to happen. But I, I'm more on your side where the devil fruit is going to come to you during your most desperate times of will. So, if you will it hard enough and you're about to pass, then that's when you're going to get that, right? Like, it it somehow fates itself to you. That was interesting. Again, I love Kuma just being overly emotional. He passed out because he was like, yo, is that Ginny? Yeah. And then he just immediately, this strong, I just took over a kingdom by myself. I go out and I decimate people. But when it comes to my daughter or like Ginny, I I pass out immediately. Like, (laughs) it's so, like, I laughed at that. I felt like a lot of people skipped past it because they didn't realize he passed out. But he did. That was so funny. Um... The, the old lady thing, too, was really funny. At first, I was confused because I was like, wait, what? I was like, huh? But then I, I thought it was like Bonnie didn't know how to do it, and then she turned into the old lady. So Oda, like, drew it that way to where he was holding Bonnie. And then she stepped away or something? Yeah, That's like, what I thought yeah, at first. At first yeah. But then it was actually Connie. Um, the Devil Fruit book, you already pointed out, that's very interesting. We got to learn why these, these things keep popping up because obviously there's a, there's, there's publishing for this. Mm-hmm. So, um, who getting the royalties, bro? <laughs> who getting this money for that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of cool to see that, you know, these people who have had, uh, old dog as a king before, they were saying that you don't need money in order to be happy. They were, they were happy in spirit. I think that's like a lesson that, 
you know, that's always thrown in our face during like movies. And it's like, it's just showing like, yo, money isn't the end all be all. Like uh, there was a there was a good question on Twitter regarding um, are you are you one of those people that follow the numbers to your podcast? Mm-hmm. And you know I wrote back on our behalf like nah like once you start following the numbers you start to hate the what you do you have to like just in love what you do and the numbers will eventually come. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're always shooting for numbers, you're always doing, like, you're never going to enjoy the journey. Never. You're just, like, it's like being the best basketball player alive. Like, if you're consistently worrying about your field goal percentage, your three-point percentage, you're shooting from mid-range, like, you're eventually going to be like, yo, I hate the game of basketball because all I do is worry about stats. Those stats are going to come with longevity, with creativity, and with the amount of support that you have from your community. So... It's the same way with everything else. You don't need to have the most money. You just need to have enough of it where you're satisfied and happy and you can enjoy yourself. If you worry about it always, you're going to live a life of misery. Mm-hmm. Most people who are lonely live in houses that are huge and they can't do anything with these huge houses because it's really not the house. It's the people in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knowledge. Now, yeah. now where your focus is, it's gonna you're gonna show it. As in, people are gonna see it off you. If you're doing something that you enjoy, that you love to do, yeah. that's gonna exude off you. People are gonna see it. This guy has passion. He loves what he does, and it's enjoyable. If you see you're just about the numbers, mm-hmm. that's gonna show too. Be like, nah, this guy is more of a, you know, he just cares about his pocket. You Listen, know? bro. Yeah. <laughs> Cake and everything, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes Cake. it's just a box. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I know. You sure about that? <laughs> you sure about that? I'm That's not, why? I'm not sure. <laughs> you sure about that? I'm not, I'm not sure. Yo, what's wrong with me, bro? I don't know, bro. Are you, are you done? Yeah, I'm done, bro. Let's let's hit these super chats. Right, right. Jesus, according <laughs> to pop in my mind. Yo, know. like the video, like guys. Like the video, bro. Thank you. Oh, uh, we got another two from Regal Sloth. This says, "What do you think Luffy's ultimate dream is? Like the one that he says after he becomes Pirate King or whatever? We we talked about it on the pod as well a while back. Um, I don't even remember what my thoughts were on it. It's it's changed so much over time. What was the question? What do you think Luffy's ultimate dream is? I want to figure this out so bad before it comes out, but it's Oda's giving us like really nothing. It's just all our imagination. It's it's the drink with Shanks. It's the, oh, no. <laughs> definitely that's not. it. Bro. Nah. It's, a large party for like a party, a worldwide party. Let's say something see, like that. Biggest nah, party it's, in the it's world. to give him the hat back. Nah, I don't need this no more. Because you gotta remember, it's definitely it is something that Gold Roger should had too. You know. So, what was my original one for, to to be so happy you you pass smiling? I wanted it to be something that Roger also accomplished, yeah. if it was his dream too. So. No, but I believe Roger didn't accomplish it. Did he not smile, bro? We gotta get past this. <laughs> right, anyway, we got another two from Project Iceman. It says, "Wonder if they thought the church was haunted." <laughs> it had a vampire in it. <laughs> what? 
Maybe. I'm so confused. We got another, Bonnie. Yeah. Bonnie was labeled a vampire was, as a yeah. kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got another 20 from Muhammad Lear. It says, yo, T-O-P-T. I have a theory since Oda has been approving some changes in the Netflix OPLA in Marine Ford. If we even get to it, Garp will defy Sengoku and to try to clip Akainu, but Blackbeard will show up and stand in his way. Throw it, throw it all away. <laughs> throw the whole thing away, bro. I'm, I'm good on that. Y'all getting way too comfortable with what they allowed to like change, bro. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> throw it away, bro. Try it. Gar- <laughs> Blackbeard throw saving the kind of is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I gotta stop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we got another uh, Shichibukai status membership from Where's My Bike? What bike? <laughs> <laughs> my mama give me that chain. <laughs> <laughs> what bike? Man. <laughs> you're, you're an idiot, bro. You're an idiot, bro. <laughs> we got another five from Chris. It says, "This is for Barb. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever hear a take from the crew that you think was wild in your opinion? I know you're not caught up, Marv." Go ahead, Talk Marv. Sound off. Can they Did hear you? Did you answer it in the chat already? Can they, can they hear you? Oh, oh man. What is it? <laughs> so, Marv, Marv said Mihawk painting a sword black is wild. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's picturing a, paint rollers. It's a brush. You got to look it up. Look it up. You'll see it. It's a brush. It's all over Twitter, bro. Oh, man. That was a good one. We got another fire from Muhammad Lear. It says, by the way, guys, to be honest, Jay Garcia reminds me of the former king, Hueco Mundo, from Bleach, who got overthrown by Aizen. I think Oda is basing Jay off of him. I'm going to defer to y'all for that one. I remember the name, but I don't remember. Oda don't be biting like that, bro. That's crazy. That's the that's the biggest lie you ever told. Not, he's not going to bite off Bleach. Damn, that's just... That is What? Nah. <laughs> Chill, bro. Don't disrespect my goat. Don't disrespect my goat, bro. Let's continue, bro. We got another 10 from Toby. What up, Toby? It says, yeah, what's Toby, up, y'all? Thank you. Since Kuma isn't a tyrant, all these fake titles made from the government got me wondering if anybody's title is actually true. Mm. At this point, Roger might not even be Pirate King. All right. All right okay. Chill out. Chill out, Toby. See, yeah, yeah, always Always take it too far, dog. (laughs) Too far. Man literally discovers One Piece and people be like, because the government gave it to him. (laughs) (laughs) He's a fraud, man. Meanwhile, Mihawk chilling out here, (laughs) being a commander. Oh, man. A shitty Bukai. Leave Mihawk alone, man. We got another two. (laughs) Crazy, bro. From Nika Dakota, it says Larry Spit with a laughing emoji. I wonder what he's talking about. It's probably the, the box thing. Mm. <laughs> we got another two from Shabazz Clark. It says, hashtag Ted Talk Larry out here preaching. Yeah, man. Yeah. And another 40 from Ugly Headed Bozo. Jeez, bro. I have some confidence in yourself. It says W. W's to you, bro. Thank That's his you. first super chat. On his 40-something. I don't know what currency that is, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Let's get into the next one. Uh... Yeah, I gotta have to be patient with me because I didn't get to write, finish writing these questions out. And we gotta be quick with our answers. Yeah, we, we run out of chapter. Yeah, slash time. Yeah, we run out of time. 
All right, Kuma has become a pirate. He apparently has a huge bounty. Bonnie misses Kuma. Bonnie says once she's 10, she'll follow Kuma's footsteps too. Then we see Kuma visiting places we've seen before, such as Karakuri, uh, where he sent Frankie, uh, Toritino, uh, Torino Kingdom, where he sent Chopper, Thriller Bark, where he sent Zoro, Wedria, where he sent Nami, Tequila Wolf, where he sent Robin, Boyne Archipelago, and the rest, uh, uh, and for Usopp, and the rest, etc. He then comes across his uh, dragon ship. We see Gambo of the South Army, Morley of the West Army, and Bello Betty of the East Army. Dragon tells Kuma that Inazuma and Avonkov uh, got sent to prison. And uh, Kuma's like, well, you know, that's kind of crazy. Um, did you go and get them? <laughs> no, I didn't, bro. <laughs> And they're, like, drinking to each other. And then uh, Bello Betty basically uh, asks Kuma for permission to take over the Eastern Army um, because Dragon has not filled that position uh, eternally due to the, you know, the loss of Ginny. And then um, Dragon, you know, Kuma basically goes, yo, like, whatever. Like, do you, yo? And Dragon's like, all right, well, Sabo, Koala, and others want to see you too. We have many promising young members uh, through the ranks. I want to, you know, show them off to you. And then Kuma's like, oh, I, I kind of see what's been happening around the world and often wondered uh, what you have done, Dragon, and stuff like that. Um, I also want to return. Uh, but Bonnie, he's like, oh, well, Bonnie? And he was like, yeah, uh, she basically, you know, still has that thing. He's like, well, I have a doctor for you. Uh, his name is Dr. Vegapunk. He's the Navy's scientist. Uh, after a recent accident, he's been uh, going to transfer to a new lab. And uh, he's more approachable through this transfer. So Kuma's like, oh, thank you. Uh, I've kind of given up, but uh, I'll be sure to go speak with him if I can cure Bonnie's disease. Uh, and then he's like, well, I'll be happy to fight with you again. And then Dragon goes, may the winds of fate guide us well, my friend. And then we see Bonnie, and she's, like, beating up people inside the church. And then Kuma comes back, and she says the word daddy. So what did you guys think about this part of chapter, Law? Um, I'm going to say, to me, this kind of shows that Kuma does not have any, is not holding anything against Dragon for what, ha, what no action in the past on all their parts, right? Um, he shows he still wants to work with him, and he's still saying even like um, letting um, Betty even take the position that um, Jenny even once had. You know, it's like that's not up to me. That's up to Dragon. You know, um, but seeing Kuma travel around looking for that is just how much effort he's trying to do. Uh, do it. I just appreciate it. and him breaking down. We see in that corner there when he's not finding anything. Where where we see the words he's saying, "I've kind of given up." And that's tough for like you know a parent saying that you seeing that you can't help your your child, your daughter or son, that is heartbreaking. And but then we see he gets relief here with Drag. So that's awesome. That uh, I wonder how if, who they just met up or was Dragon trying to find him to tell him this or what. And um, I want to get into. I actually thought of something real quick because I'm gonna keep my answer short. Because we know that Bonnie is uh, a descendant or has 
Celestial dragon blood in them. Even though they kind of come off because they're not really warriors, you know, so to speak, they don't fight. But have you noticed a lot of such dragons that actually take up arms seem to be kind of strong? You know, have you noticed that? Doflamingo. Bonnie, 12 years old, is one of the supernova, you know? She's 10, bro. Yeah, man, we we got corrected earlier. I don't even know if she's 10 there, bro. You know what I'm saying? When she punched this person, she, she ain't she time there, bro. bro. Well, either we way, we gotta be accurate yeah, with our bro. age discriminate depictions, bro. You discriminating right now, bro? Okay, she's ten. So pretty much, she's not even ten yet. Yeah, she's not ten yet, bro. I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> Just no, go, I'm Lawrence. Trying to get Finish, age. Lawrence. Right. So pretty much, right? But then, Finish it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> much, right? And then also, too, potentially maybe even Shanks. Yeah. You know? I think that's kind of interesting. The ones that do take up arms to that they fight. And make sure you just think of the rival of the D-Clan. Right? You have the Ds who show that they're strong. And their main enemy is the Slusher Dragons who kind of show when they actually do fight, not like the ones who are just catered. <laughs> then you complain at me when I don't, when I don't so, get through. I'm sorry, bro. And then I'm they sorry. strength. But yeah, I'm going to keep it short, but I just thought that's interesting, noting the potential yeah. of their strength. Uh, Sebi. All right, don't call me that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was dope to see Kuma hit all the islands that he sent the Straw Hats to. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, did he run into Mihawk? That's what I want to know. He went to... Probably not. <laughs> He's painting. Um... Nah. He was like, yo, chill. Not trying to fight. You don't have a sword. Yeah. It don't matter. Oh, my God. Let me stop. Anyway, um, Abdul and G. I didn't expect to see them two dudes. But I guess yeah. them being terrorists and Kuma being a revolutionary, it's kind of cool that they were able to interact. Looks like Kuma bodied them. Um, I wonder if he got any Vegapunk information before he went with Dragon at all about him uh, on the island because he went to Vegapunk's island. Mm. Um, Tequila Wolf's always good to see. Where, where are they building, bro? Where are they going? Still one of the mysteries of One Piece. Um, always good to see Hercules and, and seeing him break down like that. Yeah. Start crying because it's like, yo, it, it reminded me of uh, Corazon and Law. Yep. It's I was like, going to bring that up. Yeah, you're, you're trying everything you can to do um, for your kid that's not really your kid, but like you feel bad for what they're going through and you feel like you can't do anything. Um, them interacting with Dragon, I actually thought it was dope. I did. Um, mm. I did. Uh, I, I already have my thoughts on dragon I, I knew he wasn't spinning the block for nobody so i didn't get angry about it this time yeah um it's good to know that eva i know people had the theory that like it was a plan by dragon to have eva go into it down and stuff no he just got caught i didn't i didn't even go back and search back to see if that's true i was gonna but i was like i don't have enough time no just no it's always good to see bella betty um i like that they had that reserved seat for Ginny. at the minimum pay some sort of respect to her you know, whatever. Um, White Bear kind of did that with Odin. With Odin, yeah. I thought that was a good good little callback to that as well. Um, and him waiting for Kuma to give the okay um, on filling the seat shows that Dragon has some sort of... Respect for his comrades. Yeah. Not, not the fight that I like, but something there. Something there for him, I guess. It was cool to see him drinking, though. Like, just casually. Wait, uh, who, Dragon? Yeah. And Kuma. Like, Dragon's just, like, super stoic. Sebastian's never. that wanting, that him <laughs> drinking nah, was like, yo, that was nah, mad nah, hype, bro. Nah, nah, <laughs> I wasn't hyped. I wasn't hyped tonight. It's I loved just, it. You know what it is? <laughs> Have you ever seen anybody else drinking? You were like, yo, that's cool, bro. Nah, the reason why for Dragon <laughs> is he's always just brooding. Like, that's it. Like, he's just standing there 
brooding in a corner, wind. Like, I'm like, All right, I'm done seeing that. <laughs> Yo, was it cool when Mihawk had a drink with Shanks? Yes. I mean, yeah, when he cool. when he had a drink in his hand, or was it just because of Shanks and Mihawk drinking together? I think it was a Shanks and Mihawk drinking yeah, together. See. But overall, <laughs> uh -huh. overall, yeah, I guess you. It was cool to see Dragon right. chilling with the crew like that. And it's weird though because they said that it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> whatever. Um, I got I got mad again though when he did the fist bump. Yeah. I was like, you don't do that. You ain't black. Anyway, <laughs> but I I can't. I, I was you had mentioned about Kuma, the whole thing when people saying Kuma don't got no got, got no game no Riz, and you have legit hearts by Betty while listen, she's saying on Kuma. Listen, it's obvious and Kuma got Riz. It, it was obvious from day one. I don't know how anybody could ever have thought she even got hearts while she's speaking of him. Fexer, <laughs> <laughs> crazy Kuma got Riz, bro. So I am very interested in seeing Kuma's bounty. For some reason, I feel like it would have been kind of big. Pause. Um, hey, yo. Yeah, that sounded crazy. Um, you know, there's a lot of people we put on Fraud Watch, but I think Kuma should be on Fraud Watch. Mm. I think this whole religious act he putting out is crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I think it's very fraudulent. Why? Yo, you're not going to tell me all these places he's visiting. Ain't where the hoes at, bro. Like, that's where all his side pieces were at. He beat up over Jenny. Yo, he was out there slanging Bicho heavy, bro. Saw the Thriller Bark shorties. He went to Torino Kingdom and was like, yo, what's up? Bro, you gonna tell me he didn't learn about Vegapunk beforehand? He just went to Vegapunk's homeland, Katakuri? Come on, bro. There was some woman there that he was trying to back, bro. Lying out here, bro. I even know whether it was up there, bro. Whether you got the let me stop. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. This is... I'm not hating on Dragon. I'm not, bro. I'm not hating on Dragon. Don't be drinking and being happy when two of your mans got thrown in prison, bro. A lot of y'all out there be like, yo, free this dude, bro. And y'all know he be doing wrong and still say free him, bro. Dragon ain't even saying that. He's saying, yo, they in prison, bro. This drink's on us. He said we up. We up. Somehow. They, they down. They been down. I hate Dragon, bro. <laughs> You just got finished saying, I'm not hating on Dragon. I'm not hating on him, but, like, I dislike his character <laughs> so much, dog. Like, I, like, like, he's just so carefree in the way, like, his people just lose. Like, anytime his people just, like, take an L, he's like, it's all right, yo. Game is game. Like, nah, bro. Like, go spin the block at least once. Like, it isn't only Kuma he ain't spinning the block for, right? He wasn't even involved in the revolutionary, uh, the revolution that was happening on Sora Bay. He got connections. Go help, bro. You don't know. Now it's known as the Solo Rev Revolution, and you gonna get credit for that? Like, nah, bro. F you, bro. He didn't get credit for that. You don't think you don't think Dragon got credit for that? No, he did not. Yeah, I. Right. <laughs> he was nowhere yeah, to be found. How, right. how did he get credit? It was a revolution. He might have something to do with it. Okay. And not only that. Y'all be talking like Dragon the best dude ever to Bro, Don't Flamingo was out here ruining his plans at a higher <laughs> level than the Celestial Dragons ever have, bro. And he ain't take Dofi out. Dofi out here supplying kingdoms to fight against the revolution. 
struggling. He had to have somebody else come through and destroy that part so he could come up. He, he was sending people out there. They kept this. Yo, yo, I swear, bro. Dragon just is so unfulfilling. Um, yo, shout out to Bello Betty. <laughs> Facts. Yo, shout out to Bello Betty. Always. Listen, bro, Kuma, if you ever needed a rebound, bro, it was there, bro. Um, it It's just interesting that Dragon also, say, uh, also says, may the winds of fate guide us well, my friend. We've heard this fate thing from the Black Bear Pirates. We've heard it from the Celestial Dragons. This is like the third person or group that's like talking about fate now. I know we're not fans of the whole fate thing, right? We don't like the predetermined, you know, uh, you know, spot that sometimes writers go into. But it's kind of like, is it all fate? Is it? Does it have to do with fate? Is this is is this why you're so lenient on your people losing out? Do you believe it's just gonna work out the way it's supposed to? What what is fate? In one piece and I think that's the bigger question now that I'm gonna start having moving forward because we had it with Luffy and the Nika fruit the fate of the devil fruit avoiding and I need more questions answered around that like it's just interesting to me that dragon of all people says it yeah. but Garp has never said it yeah honestly from what I understand what, what fate just real quick um, to me, it doesn't make sense with the premise of the show. Because the show is about freedom, you're making your own choices, and strong will to achieve those things. If everything's predestined and like the whole fate thing, right, then it doesn't matter. Why does your will matter? You know? Because it's just going you don't have a choice in the matter. Things are just gonna happen according to whatever. But it takes away the freedom if it's fate. It takes away uh, you doing things because all things is written down already. I, I that's how I see it. I never liked the whole concept. Of fate. I don't even believe in fate, but it it takes away free will, and that's I, the whole premise of the show. I think so long as there's always a crossroads of fate, that there's multiple paths that, that can go down. I think I'm fine with it. If it is all just predetermined, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. So like, there was a chance Ace beats Blackbeard, right? Yeah. I think that's like a crossroads of fate or whatever. So it's like, if he wins. We're going down a different path. Yeah. If he loses, we're going down this path. I like to think personally, you can impact those moments, those crossroads of fate. Mm. But stuff like Hawkins and his prediction kind of spit in the face of that. It's a little worrisome for me. So yeah. I think Oda, Oda's a good enough writer where it's not going to be a, 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 a net negative on the series, but it's always something that's looming to me Yeah, as a pos possible negative. So we'll see. All right. Guys, we're going to get to Super Chats, but we're going to hit this last question real quick. That way we could do phone calls, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so we head back to the uh, Naval Science Division, uh, Laboratory 8, later known as Egghead. This is the first coming of Egghead. And then uh, we hear Bonnie say, like, where are we? And then Kuma's like, oh, we're going to go to a doctor to get a checkup. And then we see Vegapunk in his glory uh, with his humongous head. And he has hair. And it's not cut off. Stung's, his tongue is sticking out and all that. And Kuma has basically Bonnie in a little box. So the sunlight or the moonlight can't hit her. And then Vegapunk is so shocked because he's never seen somebody like Kuma before. And Kuma's like, yo, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> and then uh, Bonnie's like, wow, look at him. He's gross to Vegapunk. 
And then uh, Vegapunk is just so surprised by Kuma's physique, and he wants to study him for science, of course. And he also is reminded that that's Bonnie. That's his sickly daughter. And then he was like, yo, I don't mind a little lip. Um, she has sapphire scales. Uh, you've done pretty well to, like, limit her to the degree that you have to, for her to survive this long. And then we see Santomaru also playing with Bonnie, which is kind of cute. Um, he, you know, Vegapunk goes, yo, I got some medical tech, but unfortunately it's going to cost as much money as, like, a cyborg. So uh, we're going to have to, like, find the funds for that, essentially. But he's like, yo, in order to do that, like, I have some stem cells as well, and I could transplant them into her. And then he's like, uh, also, are you a buccaneer? <laughs> and then he goes, yes. And then he, uh, Vegapunk's like, well, you know I'm with the government, right? You wow. And then he was like, yeah, I trust Dragon um, that he wouldn't put me in danger. So Kuma's like, yo, what does is, what is my blood do that makes me so different? And then Vegapunk goes, yo, I don't know. So I need like a sample size to explain. And then he tells Kuma that he wants to make clones of him for the world government to use to hunt pirates. So um, he's just going to provide him with a massive amount of blood. And that's going to generate the immense amount of income they need in order to cure Bonnie, essentially. And then uh, Kuma goes, okay, even if you were giving me another option that was way worse, I wouldn't decline it. Um, then we see Sentomaru still playing with Bonnie and such like that. And then Kuma goes, what would you do with these soldiers? And then he, will they be in the Navy? And then he goes, yeah. And then he's like, okay, um, the robots will also be shooting laser beams and it'll make the pirates go mute, uh, with shock. Um, and then it'll be an overwhelming power of science. Uh, Kuma's like, basically I would, you know, I'm going to give this to you. I would make a deal with you to save Bonnie's life, even if it you you were like the devil himself. And then we see Saturn at Mary Joa, and Vegapunk's telling him about the clone soldiers, our weapons. And then Saturn goes, oh, I have an idea for that. So then Kuma goes, you know, I'm not a saint. I'm nothing like that. Just a weak-willed pacifist. And then Vegapunk, that's an excellent... Vegapunk says that's an excellent name. That's what we'll call them. So what did you guys think about the ending of the chapter so all right so one it's cool to know that egghead wasn't the original name it it's evolved into that like to see its original design it's just a regular naval base it's become what it's become over time um i liked seeing kuma and uh vegapunk's initial meeting mm. like live action and bonnie's there so i think that's dope considering like where she's gone in her story where she was trying to clip him for kuma like this is how they met for the first time um, and just the size difference with the head, his giant head. Uh, I thought that interaction they had was funny. Um, I loved, 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 loved seeing Sentomaru interact with Bonnie. Yeah, I did because it made me made me go back. And somebody pointed out on the Discord how hard Sentomaru put his life on the line for her when she was about to get, she was getting kicked by Kizaru. Mm -hmm. Right? It's like it's not just oh I'm doing this because Vegapunk told me to do it. It's I have a personal connection with Bonnie since this time, years ago. So like, I loved seeing that. It was kind of cool. He's just like the cool uncle who's like kind of trying to be nice, trying to interact. He was playing patty cake. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, the way I read it was, he was like, yo, chill out. Mm. This is a battle axe. Like you're trying to swing on it like it's a, a swing. Like you get hurt, but it just looked cool to me. Um, and then he lifts it up. She's like still on it. I thought that was dope. Um, 
as far as the deal goes and him telling Vegapunk he's a Buccaneer, when I first read it, I was like, are you wilding? Yeah, like, you're, like you're tripping, you're tripping. Like, and then <clears throat> I understood the whole like I have faith in Dragon, right? Which yeah, I know me. I don't. I personally don't vibe with Dragon too much, but I like that Kuma has this faith in him. Um, I just think it's misguided. Yeah, <laughs> personally, but uh, but shout out to him for having that faith in his friend. That no matter what, because at the same time as I didn't like him doing it. I did like that his original thought process with these situations was, nah, I can't even have a child. I can't even marry Jenny. I can't potentially risk her being targeted because of my lineage. And now I'm stronger. I can handle these things myself. I've been through enough that I know, even if I tell this person and it goes left, I can deal with it. Granted, it was focused on, like, I have faith in Dragon. But on some level, there's a self-worth. There's a self-confidence that goes with saying that proudly. Yes, I'm a Buccaneer. I don't care that you're Vegapunk. I don't care that you're with the world government. I know what I can do, and I'm willing to even divulge this information to you if it helps Bonnie. So, like, I like that about Kuma. At least what I what I read of it, anyway. The dragon stuff, cool. Like, he... Faith in dragon, but I looked at it more personally in my own headcanon, I guess. Where Kuma is now in the story. Where he is now in his faith. Where he is now in his determination to save Bonnie. None of that matters. I'm here to do this. Um, in regards to the deal, um, more specifically, I thought it was pretty interesting that uh, it was the blood specifically that they needed to make the the pacifistas. I thought it was cool. I like that he was talking about stem cell research for Bonnie. Uh, I think that was dope. Uh, him saying that he would have made the deal regardless, regardless of what the, the the deal was, making a deal with the devil. It flashed me back to I believe it was Broker's call about making a deal, Emu making a deal with the admirals and stuff, mm. making a deal with the devil, um, which maybe it's foreshadowing Broker. Maybe we'll see. Um, overall, there goes Saturn again. Mm. Was he eavesdropping on the conversation? That's what I was trying to figure out. Mm, I don't look like I, it. I was trying to figure out how that worked because is it a separate phone call that he's making with um, Saturn? Because if I remember correctly, the black Denden Mushis are the ones that tap, right? Or am I tripping? Because that's a black one. Yeah. And I'm thinking he's just overhearing this conversation. I mean, we can search it up. Yeah. I forgot. That, that was how I incorporated, like, that's how I interpreted what happened. Saturn hears this conversation because he's like, yo, Vegapunk, Vegapunk would let a golden opportunity like this slip through his fingers, but I have a plan. You know what I'm saying? Because he's mm. eavesdropping on it. And I know there was some confusion on that. I didn't really look too deep in the chapter. Um, review or, or people's discourse about it because I was partying all weekend. I'm not gonna lie, but that was my interpretation. He had eavesdropped on the situation. Oh yeah, it's an eavesdropping. Yeah, then and Mushi. and that's why he now has this information. He has a plan. This is probably where it goes left, but I like the the callback to the pacifistas too. So that's cool. It, it's dope that like the chapter's called pacifist. He's called the tyrant. We see how he gets that name, but this is in reality what he's like and how it got the name for the. Thing that he gets cloned for. So, yeah. But that's it for me. All right. Law? No, yeah. Uh, I think we also come in that uh, Vekwunk's gonna, um, you know, cure Bonnie. Because who else would it be? Like, I, if not, I, I know I called it a while back. But going into the deal, right? Because it's a little different from what I thought, right? It was to, I thought it was basically what's gonna turn into a cyborg. That was the offer to save Bonnie. But it's more like the clones is the offer to save Bonnie. But then I thought, right, with this, right, you mentioned uh, Saturn getting involved. And now we know why uh, Bonnie gets upset at Saturn, 
right? I thought of one scenario. I'm gonna be quick because we we have really short on time. Is that I believe is that it's going to happen? Is that he while being you know his butt's getting taken like you know from um from Vegapunk, Saturn's going to force Vegapunk's hand to start making doing operations to make him either drowsy or whatever, put him in like an immobile state to start turning him to a cyborg. And then he's gonna like take uh Bonnie, right? Like he's gonna get involved and he's gonna make Kuma make a choice. Right? Either like pretty much uh like uh kind of like forcing like we make a choice of like if you want Bonnie to be cured or Bonnie to stay alive or whatever, you have to go through with this. And we're gonna use you as like a weapon. You're gonna become a weapon for us. Right, and you're gonna be not really the leader of the clones, but like you're gonna become at least at the price of the cyborg. That's foreshadowing stuff like that, and I think that's the, the same thing what uh, Broker said. The deal with the devil walks in because you know Saturn is evil, right? So it's like foreshadowing the the cost of a cyborg and the deal with the devil's playing here because that's what Saturn's gonna force Kuma to do because he's probably gonna show up, you know. Bill promises Bonnie does it. This whole thing, Bonnie doesn't know this. Mm-hmm. She only gets it through Kuma's memory. Right. So Bonnie's going to be somewhere else while this happens. But yeah. Um. Again, this is it, people not going to like it, but it makes me not vibe with Dragon even more because Bonnie has lived a certain amount of years, and we know that Dragon met Vegapunk a while ago. Why you ain't tell Kuma that Vegapunk was able to do this? Because the incident that they're talking about, why Vegapunk had to be moved and transferred, was because of what happened on Punk Hazard. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought too. Punk that's Hazard. that's what they they basically say. Oh yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, the huge yeah, yeah. explosion. The yeah, yeah, that wasn't his fault. So he had to be transferred and transferred to Egghead. But Dragon kind of explains that is he's usually under heavy security with the government. Yo, re- regardless, bro, there's still a doctor out there. You could somehow finesse it, bro. At least give Kuma the info. Yeah, like, be like, yo, there's a doctor here. Kuma might have been, all right, I could probably get myself inside there. I could teleport. Like, like, and the basis is, people are going to be like, yo, well, you know, Dragon King. And I'm like, nah, like, think about it. Like, just tell Kuma that Vegapunk exists. He might be the one doctor that could do that. At least that would give Kuma some hope and finding out, like, all right, bet, I can do this. Like, I could somehow reach him. I mean, he did eventually. He just... It's been some time, though. No, I think it was more it's like his last resort because other doctors could possibly cure. Lawrence, like he, he saw time. dude traveling by himself to O'Hara. When? When he went to O'Hara. Vegapunk went to O'Hara by himself. No, there was no security there. Yeah, but I'm thinking at that time, right... What I'm talking about was like when we found out about Bonnie and Kuma's looking, Kuma's looking at other doctors. When he found out no doctor was able to help... Then he's like, all right, last resort, because it's dangerous going after. Because it's not just about Bonnie. Lawrence, it's also Lawrence, like, Lawrence, no. Because he was with Dragon, told Dragon what she got, and then explained that there was no cure for it. Dragon could have been like, I met some freaking scientist that is probably the smartest dude we've ever met in my life, and I didn't tell you about him. For what reason? Why? Because it's dangerous. Because the world government is dangerous for what? For Kuma and Bonnie, the, literally, the world government's watching Vegapunk. Remember when he found Dragon at O'Hara? That's years ago. Lawrence, before Lawrence. now. So, so you're telling me that I can't tell you that there's a smart enough scientist I think might be able to cure this, and and then tell you, yo, don't take action though, because you might put yourself in danger. 
as a last resort. You trust me, right? But then, the thing is, but you could try other doctors first, and then it's like when it's necessary, this information. Yo, he went back and told, yo, there's not, there's no, there's no cure, bro. I'm staying with Bonnie. I'm quitting the revs. No, he didn't say there's no cure. He went to. Go, he didn't say that. What are you talking about? Lawrence. Anyway, 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 we're just going to move past it. No, how did Kuma Lawrence, know? Lawrence, it don't matter the circumstance. How did Kuma know there's no cure? Lawrence, so it doesn't was, matter the circumstance. What's the search for then? Lawrence, it doesn't matter the circumstance. If there's no cure, then what's the search he's doing before then? He that was, wouldn't make any he, sense. He was like, yo, I'm going to try anyway. I think you're 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 mis you're misunderstanding the the what happened there. So the misunderstanding is, yo, Dragon, I need this to be cured, and he's like, well, good luck. They didn't say nothing about Vegapunk existing. Even if there was a cure, and some other doctor could have cured it, he could have still said, yo, Vegapunk is out here. He's the smartest guy I know. But you think he knows where Vegapunk is? Does it, Lawrence, does it matter? Then how is Kuma going to get to him? You know, you, you, I feel like you're reaching Kuma for a way to was, hate Dragon even more. No, I'm not hating Dragon. I'm literally saying, yo, I know a guy who's smart as hell and is a scientist. He works for the government, though. Here's his name. We might be able to ask him. It has been years since Dragon has met Vegapunk at Ohara. He ran into Kuma. Didn't tell Kuma anything. That's bad leadership, bro. That's, That's not bad leadership. All right, bro. That's not bad leadership. All right, bro. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. You, that's such a disgusting take, bro. I don't get it. Like, I can't tell somebody that somebody exists. Apparently, I can't. Yo, it's it's in character for him, so I'm not. I can't, bro. Personally, but yeah. World famous scientist, bro. Can't tell him no. Crazy. Anyway, Vegapunk has this sinister look, especially on the bottom left panel, um, about the samples of blood. And I've been said this, bro. We got to take Vegapunk out. Like, at this point, like, why not? I, I don't think he's good for the world, regardless of what creations he's come up with. Like, you just got to take him out. <laughs> Vegapunk. Yeah, you gotta take. Vegapunk he looked out. evil when he was saying. Can yeah, I, get? I will say that he did look a little evil. The deal with the devil was a deal with Vegapunk, bro. And it, it's it's weird too because the way Oda has painted Kuma is like he has this never-ending faith, right? And he has never-ending faith in Dragon, even though Dragon's never served him well. And then it goes, "Yo, but I'll make a deal with the devil." And that's what I was talking about in like the beginning of our review about like how. When you're so faithful and, like, you know, you stray off the path because you reach that crossroad of what truly needs to be done and what truly can't be done. It's like, yo, like, you'll be willing to, like, destroy the world for your loved one. And to be honest, I was agreeing with Kuma, bro. I'm not letting my, my daughter pass, bro. No. Everybody else going to have to go. Aaron Yeager was right. <laughs> <clears throat> so... Yeah, that's really all I got to say. Other than that, let's hit Super Chats, bro. Uh, Yeah, we got a couple soups sitting. We got uh, $5 from Tenchi. It says, is that Foxy saying, I hear there's a new king in Sorbet to, king, to Saturn? Thankful for y'all and this community. Happy holidays. Thank you, Tenchi. Um, I don't think so. I saw that roaming around a little bit. 
in uh, our Discord and a few other places. Mm. I don't think so. That was Foxy? Yeah, he had like the hair. Or whatever, it's possible. But I don't think we've ever got an inclination that Foxy. I'm good, bro. <laughs> I hate Foxy, bro. We got another twenty from. Uh, oh, actually, that was Tenchi's first super chat. So thank you, Tenchi. Yes, thank you. We got another twenty from Chankdom. It says, "Sup, fellas. Based off of this chapter, do you think Kuma sent the Straw Hats to their respective islands from Sabodi because he knew they were safe locations from his travels, rather than knowing they were in good spots to train? Um, probably a little bit of both. I would say it's a little bit of both." Um, th- just the way I think Morge dropped the video on this on how he connected those sense him sending them to those place, places were um, but in general um, I think it was a little bit of both yeah we got another two from the broker it says Kuma's bounty was 296 when he became a warlord so uh, thank you broker um, I don't know what his original bounty was though I don't know that it was 296 from the jump yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You think him becoming a warlord is part of the deal? Could be. We got another two from Kyron Calhoun. It says, Dragon ain't helped nobody. <laughs> another two from Kyron. It says, Moria spent the block for his crew. Hashtag stop the hype. <laughs> Shout out to Moria. Another five from Alexander. It says, Larry got the bad take flu. Would have been left behind with Buggy before Laftel. Both got cap cold. Hashtag dragon pulling up chapter 1100, 100% maybe. <laughs> Another two from John Smith. It says, yo, Ayo Larry spit some bars. No. No? Okay. <laughs> Another two. I've been spitting bars all episode, man. <laughs> Another two from Blue Sands Omni. It says, how is Dragon going to save his son but never his allies? <laughs> hey, man. Nah, yo. Apparently Luffy more Apparently, yo, like, <laughs> As he, they was, say. he was willing to risk the entire operation of the revolutionary, yo. By, like, to see his son off. Yeah. Man. And you know what's crazy? That, that same kingdom, that's the kingdom that actually won against their citizens. And he didn't really do nothing. He just saved a couple people. And, and you know what's crazy? The, the success of that kingdom, burning the trash of whatever they had, led to Bakori happening. <laughs> crazy, yo. It's crazy how much of a failure Dragon could be. <laughs> and people still hype and ride his... You know, I'm done, Oh, bro. man. We got it's another. Crazy, bro. <laughs> but he can't do no wrong, man. Subscription to Nakama status from Toxic Tastes. Uh, welcome and enjoy all the emojis that come with being a Nakama. We got another fire from Scott. It says, Larry, how do you know... Do you how do you know how how do you know how Kuma can travel based off of the Sky Island take when Weatheria is an official Sky Island on top of a bubble, and that know. is Scott's first Thank super you. chat. Thank you, Scott. I don't know what that means. Artificial. I I mean he's been there before. The only reason he could travel make people travel to those places. Uh, I apologize, Scott, if I butchered your super chat, but I didn't really understand it either, reading it. Yeah. We got another two, uh, five from Leger Jones. It says, first donation ever to anyone, but I love talking One Piece, and you guys have good debates and puts and put and inputs. But to be honest, I feel like Mihawk dies by a Blackbeard pirate. LJ. Um, no. That would be uh, so funny. Oh please, my no. Goodness. Please, no. I know we, we trolled Mihawk a lot, but please, no. But well, that's all the Super Chats. Uh, we didn't get to <clears throat> sponsor yet. Oh, let's hit that sponsor and then we'll do radio. I mean, not radio, phone calls. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Have you been struggling lately? Maybe having difficulty sleeping, struggling with a relationship, or suffering from low self-esteem? Listen, I've been there. We have been there. If so, then today's BetterHelp wants to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained and here to help you out. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your own convenience. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire and it's as simple as that, guys, to help with your specific needs and then get you matched with a therapist under 48 hours. After that, you schedule a secure video or phone session. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is confidential. We signed up for different reasons and to be honest, it's legit. It helped us out a ton. You can request a different therapist at any point with no additional charge anytime. Join the two plus million people who took charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. This offer goes out to all our That One Piece Talk Nakama. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash T-O-P-T. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-O-P-T. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Back. Yeah, good. All right, guys, let's uh let's take some phone calls. We'll probably be able to take two. Uh, let's get it. Yeah. And shout out to Rogers Base. I see Rogers Base in the chat. Rogers Base. <laughs> he had a really good, good chapter dude. reaction. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. We met him. Hey, what's going on? This is Larry from that One Piece talk. Who are you and how are you? What's up, fellas? It's Shankdom. Hey, Shankdom, what's Shankdom, up, bro? Shankdom, accept my trade, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, Seth, you be trying to fleece me all the time. You think I'm stupid. <laughs> what's up, brother? Talk to us. Yo, I just wanted to call in. I got to actually back Larry up for once. Mm. For once. So the thing with Dragon not telling Kuma about Vegapunk, and I think I can kind of cut to it a little bit, is that it's weird to not tell Kuma about Vegapunk in the first instance just because he's not available at the time, right? Because the, the reasoning is, is that he's on Punk Hazard. He's not on Eggcat. So Kuma wouldn't be able to get to him. But that doesn't mean that Kuma shouldn't know that there's a person out there who might be able to create a, a cure. Because what if that situation changed all of a sudden? And Kuma could then get to Vegapunk on his own. Like, he should have that information. So I think that's where the disconnect comes in a little bit. Is that, like, why are you hiding this information from him just because he wouldn't be able to reach him? Because well, how I always thought about it, right, is because we already see how Saturn, and I'm probably, I'm, I'm pretty sure Saturn shares the same hate for Buccaneers and, or just Kuma in general because he's a Buccaneer as all the other celestial dragons share, you know? And then their most prized position in scientists is Vegapunk, right? It's like, because even Dragon says, I'm going to help you, but I'm going to look for doctors as well. And then when they relink with Kuma, it's like, all right, we exhausted all our chances of finding anyone. Last resort is Kuma, because literally it's too dangerous. Because now, for example, he does go to Vegapunk. Look how it turns out for Kuma. No, of course, of course. But here's my, here's my problem with that. Are you saying that Dragon can't tell him because it would be like he's he's essentially trying to protect Kuma by not telling him about it? Yeah, see, and I and I get what you mean personally, Shanktum, because Dragon's the same dude that says live life without regrets, right? 
Say say Bonnie passes before they meet meet up again, and he doesn't get to tell him about Vegapunk. Then what? I you had this person or that just you like, knew why about. Why are you? Why why does Dragon feel that he is the one who gets to decide whether Kuma can risk his life or not? Right. That's not living a free life. That's not giving your friend the opportunity to make his own choice. Yeah, it's like live without regrets. Like what like, Dragon's about by my admission and by my uh, standard, by what I'm allowing you to live by. Right. Let me make my yeah, own it, choice. It almost seems like controlling, and it almost seems like to me, I I personally think it's just more of like a. I don't think it's a dragon criticism. More so, I think it's like a little bit of a flashback timeline thing where it's like, oh, Vegapunk and Kuma can't meet till a certain point, so we can't we can't introduce that yet. I think it's more along those lines. But uh, it's just weird. It's almost like he's not telling him because he's afraid it'll it'll hurt the revolutionary. If Kuma gets captured or if something happens with Vegapunk or he tries to go see Vegapunk, which is, like, not great. So this is where it comes down to, right? Literally, he 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 goes to the Revs. They're all shocked that he's quitting the revolutionaries, right? And then Kuma goes, yo, Bonnie's caught the same disease. I don't know what to do, but I want to be with her. So Dragon's response. This is his very next response. Tattoo on his face. Very well, live with no regrets. We'll ask every doctor in the world we can. And then Kuma goes, but I appreciate like that. setting him up to live with a regret. He didn't tell him about the one guy who could cure his doctor. <laughs> but, but the point that you, you mentioned, it was like, why not just say that Vegapunk probably could? Like, why not just say that Vegapunk exists? Like, it could just be one line of like, oh man, you know, there's one guy who could probably help, but there's no way we could get to him. Do you think Kuma would wait or he, would he just go? By himself, because he would probably just go, Lawrence. But isn't this whole story about letting people make their own choices? Yeah, but like, look at look at Kuma. If he goes, then Bonnie probably doesn't get cured at all, and they both just pass. Yo, but that's your oh, that's not, your wait, speculation. We're not arguing no, about what the optimal outcome is. We're yeah. arguing about the decision. It's about choice, exactly. Right? It's about giving Kuma the option to make the choice. He didn't, he took that option away from him by not. No, telling the optimal him. outcome no, is that the revolutionaries. You know, do some like See, high scale operation and like sneak him into punk hazard. That that shit's not gonna happen. Sorry. Okay. Um, but one, you're acting. One, I'll say two things. One, you're acting like Dragon knows exactly that Vegapunk is going to be able to cure Bonnie. And also, too, he said he's gonna look for other doctors. So he probably looked to see if other doctors could do it. And he's like, honestly, no. Is every doctor said that, the same thing? It's not I get, curable. And I give him credit for that. But why not mention? Why? What? What's the reason to not mention? I get maybe it's to protect Kuma, but I just that doesn't feel right to me for a person of of Dragon's philosophy of not of just taking that choice out of his hands. I think it's also not just to protect Kuma, but it's also who Vegapunk is chose to align himself with. You know, like you. You know, it's the world government. So you saying he's protecting Vegapunk? Yeah, yeah, no, not Dragon protecting Vegapunk. That he's, Dragon knows Vegapunk is an ally to some extent. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but who he's who he's with with uh, who Vegapunk is pretty much kind of. We already saw them how they spoke to each other on Ohara. Vegapunk has to tell Dragon, "Don't forget the bigger picture." But he's like, "I can't believe you signed up with the worst people ever, the world government," and that's who Vegapunk takes orders from. Vegapunk's really doing things he doesn't want to do, like all the other... So if Dragon people. found a doctor... Dragon and he, also hold on. has built an organization where people say all the time, like, oh, don't forget, there are good Marines. You know what I mean? Like, they, the revolutionaries understand that. So it's not like Dragon is this zealot who thinks every Marine and every are just evil. Yeah, but the world right? is, though. 
Yeah, so Lawrence, if there was a government scientist that could cure Bonnie's disease and Vi Dragon knew about it, would Dragon not tell Kumo about this doctor? I think Dragon thought time would be needed to check out other doctors first. This is what he did. So, so hold on. It, yo, this is, yo, it, but, but Lawrence, that doesn't explain <laughs> not mentioning his existence. So so let me let me let me ask this then. Did Dragon go to Kuma or did Kuma come to Dragon? Yo, in this in this chapter, no, in this chapter, did Dragon go to Kuma or did Kuma go to Dragon? Kuma went to Dragon. Okay. So if Dragon had this information. About Vegapunk, why didn't he go to Sorbet Kingdom and tell Dra uh, Kuma about That's it? That's the other thing, too. It's like five years later, and you you don't know if this guy's found a cure yet, and you know you have a guy who might be able to cure it. Like, you want to check in? Yo, ser seriously, he talks about living life without regret. What if Bonnie passed? Just out of, from this. It he's accelerated, gonna, and she passed. He's going to pass a week after they parted ways. <sighs> he has no idea. This is madness, bro. Listen, man. This is straight madness. I just... All right, if Kuma gave up. Would you guys be coming at Kuma? He quit the revs, Lawrence. No, no, no. I'm talking about gave he up. He was about to give up. Wait, he said it. What do you mean by that, Lawrence? If he what gave up, like, because Kuma was about to give I think it's how hard it is, right? Is that no one's being the case. So there's no definite that Vakapak was going to do this, right? Or being able to do this. Kuma was really about to give up, right? So Dragon, looking for other doctors, probably could have thought the same thing that Kuma did. You know, yeah, no one's able to cure Lawrence, this. He's about to give up. After going on a whole journey, not knowing that there's a solution out there that he's just ignorant of. No, I feel that. But to me, it's like how I see it is like timing wise. <laughs> if he told this earlier, <laughs> Kuma does not. He goes anyway. And then how I see it. Yeah. Bonnie doesn't. Bonnie's. Bonnie's gone. And, Lawrence, and, uh, uh, and we, we understand uh, that, though. We're saying he took the choice away from Kuma. That's the issue. That's and the it just issue. Seems he very took antithetical the to have what Dragon seems to stand for. Yeah. Of like you're yeah. you're especially you're you're a monkey family member and you're gonna you're gonna like not let somebody choose to do something reckless. That's the pot calling the kettle black. Yo, again, li live your life with no regrets, but on my terms. That's what Dragon did, Takuma. No, it's just a smarter way of dealing with it. What's what's smart cool. away? Don't cool. tell us about it. Like, yo, bro, I can't tell you. It's manipulation. I can't, it's not, yo, I can't tell you no. that there's a doctor that might be able to cure? One. I can't tell you. Were sick, sick, I can't if tell you were you. sick and I am your friend and I know a doctor who, who, like, I don't know, lives in a dangerous country. And I don't tell you about him because you might get hurt going to a dangerous country and you die. That's messed up, man. No, it's not. Well, to what I was right? I understand what you guys are saying. Bonnie but it's like, if you so <laughs> no, so giving someone information that they could do nothing with it, what's Yo, the point? The but point is, I can still give it to you. You can probably I can't do, do something. About world hunger. Should I not know about it? It's like, no, it's like this. It's like, to me, that's like, I'm withholding oh, all information. Lord, Lord said, yo, the sun exploded, but like, yeah, I'm like, not going to tell you. Yo, no, no, we're not going to tell you. No, you want outside no. like two square miles from your house. That's like, no, no, that's like saying, oh, guess what? You have this, you have this, uh, you have this sickness. Oh, it's actually, I think I saw a possible cure at the deep bottom of the ocean that might be there. Well, but you can go check it out, even though I know you can't swim. Yo, submarines is this, bro. 
We gotta go. Listen, Shanked, thank you so much for calling, bro. Shanked, take my train. Great job. All right, great. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Nothing with that information. What's the point of telling them? The point is, I get to be told and probably think about what I want to do next. Don't withhold information that might be of use. Just because you determine you can't do anything with it doesn't mean I won't be able to. You placing your limitations on me. Mm. For somebody that doesn't believe on, on limitations, Lawrence, this is shocking. No. But anyway, Kuma we got to no get to our Super Chat so we can leave. Marv wants us to go. <laughs> All right, real quick. We got two Super Chat, a few Super Chats sitting. Uh, $2 from Blue Zans Omni. It says, Dragon needs better help with all the L's he has. <laughs> Thank you, Blue. Uh, we got another five from It's Motions. It says, Emu about to have the saddest backstory in the series. I can picture Emu's best friend doing the immortal operation on Emu and all sorts of twists. That'd be interesting. I hope Emu has some sort of... The saddest? Nah. Maybe. We got another five from Tony Torres. It says, listening to Larry convinced me that Dragons not only might be the worst father-friend leader in anime manga history, live life with no regrets, laughing my ass off. <laughs> uh, we got another five from T.O. Olsen. It says, would you fellas rather have unique type of hockey or a unique type of dough fruit? If so, what type would you... Have maybe even creative application. That's a little too deep for the last. Yeah, Super unique Chattel hockey. Day. I want future observation, bro. Unique devil fruit. All of them. I hate you, bro. All of them, but like, don't tell you me. You can't anything. choose. No, yeah, you, don't tell me. We only we only gave them the, the information that you can only get one. Yeah, you one know what? You know what? You can only read what he said, but you can't choose anything. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you to all of you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to all the people that support us with the Super Chats that you have given us. Thank you so much for all the likes on our video. We appreciate you heavily. We do have one more Super Chat, and we will end it out. Yeah, we got 10 from Victor Hate. It says, odd thing to bring up the sickness. Jenny got sick. There was a man named in the in history named Baldwin Fourth, uh, who had to wear special clothing because of leprosy. Same clothing worn by Emu. I'd have to look it up. Guys, have a great night. My name is Larry. Lawrence. Sam. Lionel. And it's that one piece talk. Jana. Jana.